is going on? We got I love that music. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we got in the house, in the his house. That's right. Darth Daddy Lunga. How you doing, my brother? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Appreciate right. it. Much appreciated. Yeah, thanks for joining us today on the on the channel on the episode. Is it really that bad? That's right. Today, let me get the banners up so chat knows what we're talking about today. Is it really that bad? John Carter, 2012. And uh, the Movie Dojo Army is rolling up right now. Let's see who is in the house here. Yeah, let's see who we have. Daikaton in the house. Alojin is the is, is he's ready for this. He is ready for this. Michael <laughs> Gonzalez. Oh shit! Director, filmmaker. A uh, man of all talents, director Ranjit in the house. That's right. John Martinez, let's start the fucking rockets. That's right. All the legends are here. Let's get it going. Let's get it cracking. Dog Soldier in the house. Kevin Lambert in the house. Asian movie enthusiast. There you go. All right. <clears throat> he said, I just watched John Carter last year. I did it because some people said it was underappreciated. All right. Jason says, underrated flick for sure. All right, let's see it. Let's see who else we got here. Who's only seen it once? Everybody is here. Bob Odenson is in the house. All right, we are here. We got enough people. We can go ahead and get it cracking. We got like 22 badasses in the chat right now. How are you doing, my friend? And how's your channel doing? Uh, it's going good, going good. Uh, just doing my thing, doing my thing like we do every day there in a great council. We do the midday mashup Tuesday through Friday, gaming streams on, on Sundays, uh, and Tuesday nights now we've been doing for about a month now our D&D stream, Council 6, on uh, Tuesday nights over there. We're having a lot of fun with that. Nice, nice. Chat, I highly recommend you guys go over, head over to the great council, make sure you subscribe, support Darth Daddy Lunga. He's got really, really great content over there, pop culture, Star Wars, I'm really jealous of his Mandalorian collection that he has behind him. <laughs> uh, you know, I made that mask, right? I, I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm really jealous. I heard you. I heard you say that. Look, look at this. He made this chat. 3D, yeah. This is insane. Three three D printed, custom painted. I made it look, with uh, with my channel colors. This. this is that is insane. And I have back there right now. I have the chest plate, the abs. Shoulder pieces. It is insane. Yeah. It, yeah it's so. a beautiful thing, my friend. Thank you, sir. That's like some big bad toy store shit. Like, hey, give us two hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? you know, it's like the, the other ones like this, like if you got a, a an artisan, you know, kind of ha handmade item, those yeah. usually go for about two fifty, three hundred. Um, right, like right. the real, like authentic, you know, replica show replica ones is like <laughs> you're talking about five, six hundred dollars for for like that kind of thing. Right. Uh, but those hand, these handmade art, it takes a lot. It's a lot of work. Yes. I, I got like elbow problems from all the sanding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was from all that Muay Thai you've been practicing. Oh, you know? no, like, no. no Muay Thai. I haven't learned any of that stuff. <laughs> but, I just uh, close my eyes and swing and hope I hit something. <laughs> you don't know karate, but you know karate. That's right. Uh, Chad is loving that helmet, man. They're loving it right now. Um, do you collect... I know we're we're gonna get into John Carter in a second here, but do yeah. you collect light the lightsabers? Uh, no, a bit, only because I haven't wanted to spend that kind of money. Okay, on them, but <laughs> I made my own. Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> of course he did. It's a it's a steampunk. The little button fell off, but it's no. a steampunk, steampunk inspired uh, no, lightsaber. That, it's like lamp lamp parts. And, and, and <laughs> yeah, and that I did is... have. With a battery in here, and I had it to where a blade actually went in here. 
But the issue was the blade, the lights, the LEDs didn't. It's not like the good LEDs, like the stuff they used to make it, so you could see the dots. Right, right, right. And I was right. trying to mess with it, and I broke the thing, so I can't put the blade back in there anymore. But yeah, I made my own for that too. Dude, that is sick. Steampunk lightsaber. Yeah. Because we love us some, we love us some Star Wars, and we love us some steampunk. So we got to put them together. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, though. But if you were, if you were going to spend the money on one mm. lightsaber. Who who would it be? Who's lightsaber? Uh, you mean who? Uh, which je- like which Jedi or Sith's lightsaber? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my man, Darth Revan. That I that's the one. That's the one. I was at a I was at a uh, comic book store in San Diego, and I was walking around, and they actually had several boxes of the Revan lightsaber, and I was just yeah. like, oh, oh, I want it. Oh, yeah. I saw the Hasbro <laughs> the the, for- the Force effects. Is that what they're called? The, the yeah. Hasbro Force. They, oh, they just came out with one. I'm like, oh my god, this looks so cool. And purple is my color. I love purple. I mean, the, the lights it, are purple. My great council colors are purple. It I looks the purple. So sick. It looks so sick. And I saw the price. I was like, all right, let me keep walking around because <laughs> it was so expensive. But it's, I want that. Well, I have to settle with the with the with the dark Revan action figure. I might be. Yeah, yeah. I got that one so, up there too. Yeah. I got the. Uh... <laughs> is that is that rare now? I don't know if it's rare. Like I said, I don't I don't collect things for like for money. Yours looks um, different than mine. Well, these are the new ones. I think it was the oh, new the Galaxy okay. Heroes. I think they had another one before this one. Yeah. Um, okay. But, yeah, I got this one when it. That's pretty when it sick looking, off. man. I really yeah, I like that they did really good on it too. So this is the guy I've been waiting to see. I mean, there's a mask up there next to Grogu too, a Darth Revan mask that I made. <laughs> you made that too? Can we yeah. see that real quick? Yeah. We're getting the tour. Just, We're getting the tour. This is just, this is just a uh, like a. A display piece is not a wearable one because I don't have okay, the eyes okay, open okay. or anything. Oh, that's so sick! Yeah, I Dude, plan on making. I have a print for the whole. Okay. The whole thing, nice. and I was playing with it to where I cut it to where I could put magnets in there, and it has a clip to where I can put it on, and it'll snap it out. It'll yes, it yes, Halloween, son. <laughs> that's pretty sick, man. That is awesome. That's awesome. We've got a uh, halogen says. Uh, thanks for the don't know halogen. He says, never seen this movie. I'm curious if I will be convinced to watch it. Also, tune into any stream with Lunga, and you'll see him sa- see him sanding all day. Yeah, there you go. I do. I, yeah, when I get bored on a stream, yeah, and if it's like a panel, a bunch of people talking, like right. I'm on Andy's channel, a bunch of people talking, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like just sitting here sanding stuff oh. while they're talking. Oh, look at this guy! <laughs> look at this guy! Oh, out. speaking of which, oh shit, Andy, what's going on, brother? He goes, what's up? What up, Andy? Good to see you two talking movies. And John Carter is way better than folks give it credit. Oh, we should have invited Andy too. Yeah. Next time, next time. Uh, but yeah, yeah. That is awesome, man. That you can create all your stuff. That's pretty cool. Does it take a long time? Depends on the print. I mean, most of your bigger stuff, like helmets and stuff like that, you're talking yeah. about it's a 24 hour print job. It goes for 24 okay. hours printing. Okay. Um, and if it messes up halfway through, it's like you got to start all over again. <laughs> it's a pain. <laughs> but, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, but it's about 24 hours uh, print job for that. And yeah. Th- but what takes more time is is all the processing and, and uh, post-processing because it, it when you 3D print something, it has it has the lines. Now, norm- normally from a distance, you really don't notice them. But if you want something to be a good prop piece or a good cosplay piece, you don't want yeah. those print lines. So you literally have to like sand it a little bit, and then I put resin over it to smooth it, sand the resin, then I put bondo, sand a bondo, then I put primer, sand a primer, then I put more bondo if there's pieces that need more, and that takes about three, you know, two or three days per, right, per piece. Right, right. And then all the painting wow. afterwards, air, air, the airbrushing afterwards. Wow. Well, look, well, look at the results, though. It's all worth it, yeah. right? Yeah. Do, yeah, you take, full set, do, so. do you take requests? 
I I told people a while ago on Twitter that yeah I'll, I'll do if people want a commission um, yeah I'll I'll you know well, if they want to commission might, something be, might be hitting you up with something later yeah yeah, yeah I can make something <laughs> and my airbrushing skills are decent uh okay. but I but I can't do that crazy like artwork that people do with airbrushing I right. can just paint right. <laughs> I yeah. can just paint do two tones three tones. You know, maybe some gradients, but uh, I can't do it. Some of that, cra- some of that crazy airbrushing people, do, especially on cars and stuff like that. It's ridiculous right. some of the stuff these people can do. Uh, that, that Mando helmet in the back looks pretty badass to me. Yeah. So it looks like you're on your way there. All right. So, uh, again, chat, uh, thanks for hanging out with us tonight on the Is It Really That Bad episode of tonight's episode with John Carter. And uh, as is tradition, you know, we will be going into spoilers. <laughs> so spoiler warning. Every time we do these, it, it is spoiler heavy. So just letting you guys know. Uh, we got, got another one here. Orlando just watched John Carter and was pretty dang good. Look at that. All right. All right, Lunga. John Carter or John Wick? Who'd win? Um, are, are, on Mars or on Earth? That's, the question. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good answer. That's it. You don't have to say anything yeah. else. Perfect. All right. Let's go ahead and get into it. Okay. So John Carter came out in 2012, directed by Andrew Stanton who is mostly known for directing a lot of Pixar movies, a lot of the classics. Uh, all-star cast in this. We got Taylor yeah. Kitsch, Lynn Collins from uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. We got uh, Samantha. It. I know, right? Samantha Morton. <laughs> William Defoe, Thomas Hayden Church did a lot of voice work. We got the, 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 the awesome villain, Mark Strong. That's right. We have uh, Syrian Hines, Saran Hines, Dominique West, another really good actor, James Purfoy. Another good actor, Brian Cranston. Who's that guy? Yeah, who's and, that guy? Uh, uh, and many, 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 many more. So all star cast, and it's great seeing these people uh, pop up in this project. Now, yeah. before we get into the movie, oh, actually, let me read the plot really quick. So, yeah. those who have not seen this, this is the basic plot. So, transported to Barsoom, a Civil War vet discovers a barren planet seemingly inhabited by twelve foot tall barbarians, finding himself prisoner. Of these creatures, he escapes only to encounter Wula and a princess in a desperate need of a savior. And that is one of the worst plot synopsis that yeah. IGP ever wrote. What, also, kind of, what you, the fuck? You do want to let people, because you actually, if anyone's watched Lovecraft Country, the, the HBO Max uh, series that really they did, really, it is really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, but at the beginning, the character's reading John Carter, it, but it wasn't called John Carter. It was called um, A Princess of Mars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and it was Edgar Rice Burroughs who wrote the book, and it was back in 1912 when he wrote it. So, I mean, it's it's an old, yes, you know, pulp fiction-y horror mm-hmm. kind of, I don't know if you classify it as horror, because um, it almost feels like on a Lovecraft vein, uh, yeah. but a little bit different, but yeah. Princess of Mars, this is the book right here. It's what kicked it off. And it was kind of interesting because when he, was, he came across, he wasn't doing that well financially. Mm. And he kind of kicked, he kind of was just like, you know what? He saw these other pulp and sci-fi comics and stories. And he was like, these guys are terrible, <laughs> but they're getting paid for it. I could do a lot better than these guys. So yeah. let me go ahead and, you know, give my little crack at, at, at the hand here. And uh, I love the cover and the artwork and a lot of the books. This is from That's one definitely of my- a 60s cover. Yeah, that was a 60s reprint. <laughs> right, right, right. Frank Fr- Frank Frazetta is one of my favorite artists, and he did the work for that as well. So um here's some other work we have here. There you go. Some more Frank Frazetta work for some more Edgar Rice Burroughs books based off of John Carter. That's right. There is a long legacy here. And then later, obviously, you know, Marvel's gonna jump in here. 
Yep. Right. So it also became a very popular comic book under Marvel Comics as well with all these classic characters. So there is a history. There is a love for this character and this world. And I, I heard a, uh, an interview with director Stanton, and he said that when he was, I think he was around 10 years old, and he went over to his buddy's house, and his buddy was drawing characters uh, uh, from the comic, and he was drawing the, the green aliens with the four arms. What are they, the, the Tharks? The thra- uh, tharks. The tharks, right? And he was drawing, it, and he was like, what is that? And he was like, oh, you know, I'm drawing, this is, this is the Thark, and he's fighting this, this human over here. His name's John Carter, and that was it. That was the interest was peaked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back in the old days, with the, the serial Pulp Fiction days, you know, Flash Gordon was also popular around this time. And it's these adventure novels. Now, do you know, um, I'm pretty sure with your Star Wars knowledge, that this, in a way, did influence George Lucas to do Star Wars. There was a lot of stuff that influenced Lucas. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, this, it, Dune, influ- which is coming out. Uh, in 2021, Dune influenced uh, George Lucas. Right. Um, so did the spaghetti westerns and the the, the samurai samurai um, right. samurai movies uh, uh, it shows and stuff like that too. So he took a lot of a lot of influence from a lot of things. But yeah, that right. would make sense, especially with, yeah. the, with the battles and 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 the way they, they yeah. would do things. the whole uh, the the whole fantasy, but a fantasy story where you're saving the princess and all that, but on Space a sci-fi wizards. setting, right? In the sci-fi setting, uh, definitely. And, uh, you know, a lot of people said that George Lucas always wanted to make his own version of a story like this, but he couldn't do it and he couldn't make his version of Flash Gordon. So he's like, fuck it, I'm going to do my own shit. And then now we have the beloved Star Wars. That's mm-hmm. right. Some some franchise that's nobody knows about, right? Have you heard of Star no, Wars? No, no, I have. I don't know what you're talking about. Never heard of it. Is that, <laughs> is, is that, is that what the, uh, the what the guys with the pointy ears live long and prosper or something? Yeah, stuff? I, I'm not something sure. like that. Yeah, that's some, there's some Jawas <laughs> running around. I think it's popular because of the Jawas, right? Yeah, there you go. The Jawas. The Jawas made it all. That's Jawas bring Jawas bring all the boys to the yard, right? That's, that's the, <laughs> we were, uh, I was watching a, a post-apocalyptic movie called Land of Doom. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, we were reviewing it on another uh, channel, Mr. Tony of the Dead channel. We thought we, we do Wasteland Wednesdays over there. And in and literally, in this post-apocalyptic movie, the character comes across literally Jawas. Really? I'm not kidding. They looked just like Jawas, acted just like Jawas. And I was like, man, how did this, how did they not get sued? Seriously. <laughs> and this was like 1985 or something like that. Like it was, <laughs> I was like, how did this not happen? But we were laughing hysterically. But yeah, Jawas. <laughs> Jawas All right. So, hey, Jawas got a new life in the Mandalorian series, man. Right. They, they, they... <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you know, Burroughs, I mean, he also did Tarzan as well. Yeah. Uh, but very influential work uh, and very influential writer and artist. And it's still up to this day. There's just tons of artwork. And, you know, everyone's inspired by the world because he almost in a way created his own little, own little scientific language with the aliens you know, the world, I mean, he he really went all out for this character. So there is a love, there is a following for John Carter. Now, it's been what, over, this is like, what, over 100 years in, a make, in the making now? Like, finally, yeah. someone's, finally, someone's take, getting a crack at it, at the yeah, back ne- to make yeah. a movie. Ne- next year is literally the 100th anniversary, then, when it came out. Because it was 19, oh, wow. uh, 1912. There we go. Oh, no, I wait a minute, no, I'm, I'm saying 100, no, it's over 100 already. <laughs> okay, 100, so, it uh, so it'd be 110. It would be <laughs> right, right, right. All right. So I'm going to give you my uh, experience really quick of how I discovered it. <clears throat> and then we'll you can give your experience and then we'll get into the plot yeah. and all that fun stuff. So I literally 
heard nothing but horrendous, horrifying, horrible things about this movie. People were comparing this movie to The Adventures of Pluto Nash. Like they were like saying it was just as bad or worse than The Adventures of Pluto Nash. Okay. They, I mean, unfortunately, this has this stigma. Now, I know some people are probably looking at the ratings. They were like, well, 52% isn't that horrible. We still think it's a little bit low, but we want to talk about it because it still has the stank mm-hmm. and the stigma on it of being, you know, one of the biggest, maybe the biggest box office failure. Uh, I know. And it's, and it's a Disney production. I yeah. mean, I don't know, a lot of people don't realize it. it was, this was a Disney movie. Yeah. This wasn't yeah. like, you know, like New Line or, 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 you know, like just some small studio, you know, uh, making their own little thing. This was a Disney production. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, you know, I saw the trailers and I was just like, I wasn't really that interested. I was like, oh, it looks okay. <laughs> and then I just heard it just tanked. It was terrible. There's not going to be any sequels, not going to be a franchise. And it's just always looked on like, you know, not look back on fondly, you know, and I just didn't really give a shit or care. And I was just like, Ugh, I didn't want to watch it. And then a buddy of mine says, no, check it out. I was like, John Carter, seriously, this is considered like the worst movie ever. This is considered like fucking troll two of the. This is like Manos, the hands of fate. OK, I'm like, yeah. he's like, he's like, he's like, no, 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 just watch it. So I was like, all right. So he let me borrow the Blu-ray. And I watched the Blu-ray, still expecting Pluto Nash, still <laughs> expecting Wing Commander. All right, I was. I, I, my, my expectations was that I thought, low. I thought Wing Commander was an underrated movie too. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> another episode, another yeah. episode. Uh, but yeah, you get my drift, though, right? right. So I was just like, uh, and I watched it, and I was just like, as soon as I got done watching it, I was confused. I was sitting there confused, like I was just kind of like. Did I watch the same movie the entire world watched? Like, I'm right. really lost. You know, and I, I, I have a theory on why it didn't do well. And then you jump on your, give me your theories too later after we're going to talk, talk yeah, about yeah. it. It's probably going to be pretty much the same thing. And it's what a lot of people have said too. It's, it, there's a, we'll, we'll get into it. I'm not going right. to, unless you want to, unless you want to do it now. What, no, what do you think? To, the uh, your show, bro. Whatever you want to do. I think, okay, we'll, we'll do the quick theories and we'll talk about it. I think my theory, is I could be wrong, but I heard a lot of things, and I think my theory is we've seen this before. This is nothing new, very generic, it's very forgettable. Um, it's one of those okay, this in a way inspired Star Wars, but since we've seen Star Wars now, we're used to Star Wars, we kind of seen this already. We've seen the princess getting saved, we've seen the aliens. We kind of seen the adventure, so now this movie's really bringing nothing new to the table. So why bother? That's kind of my. I'm still. That's why I wanted to invite you on the show to talk about it. Yeah. Because I want to know your theory. Like. Yeah. What do you? What do you? Is that part of it? What do you think? What do you think happened? There. There's. Yeah. There's multiple things. Okay. Okay. Uh, first of all, they they D- Disney completely dropped the ball in the marketing. Okay. okay, they they did not market this thing at all. What it was, I mean, the movie's just called John Carter, right? Okay, I, the, the book it's called The Princess of Mars. They could have right. said John Carter of Mars. Even right. when you look at the posters, it's just him standing there with like a background. You see some alien in the background, but you have no idea what this movie is about. And the right. trailers didn't really even tell. It just showed a lot of action. 
the trailers, which was what drew me in actually. And when I looked at it, I love I love pulpy <laughs> fantasy stuff yeah. and, and, and mixed with sci-fi. I'm like, I'm gonna watch this, even if they're bad. I don't care. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. You know I mean, that, yeah, I'm yeah. that kind of guy. And um, you know, but the, the trailers didn't do it justice. The marketing was horrendous. The name was bad. All that other good stuff. The other right. thing was the, from just from looking at it and from the trailers, what people were thinking. This came out in 2012, right? 2012, yeah. Um, four years earlier was another bad movie that came out 2008 called 10,000 BC. Oh, okay. And visually, it looks the same. <laughs> if okay. you don't know anything, if you don't know anything about these movies, anything about the book, anything about anything, if you just look at the trailers, you look and you're like, eh, okay, this is another silly thing, you know? And when you put Disney in front of it too, that might turn off a couple, uh, some adults as well. I mean, nowadays it's different. Now with Disney, with Disney having Marvel and all this stuff, adults right. are all running everything. But when you go back to that time period, you know, 2012, right? it was mostly still, you went to Disney movies for kids or it was a, a you know, fun PG movie, but it's like, and most of it's like whatever, you know what I mean? Right. So no one knew, and it's an old book, 1912. No one, no one remembers this stuff. If you need no. to get general audiences, you need to pull them in and show them what it yeah. is. Lord of the Rings did that. No one knew who Lord of the Rings was. People all said Lord of the Rings was going to fail. Okay, because it's like no one, no one knows this stuff. It's an obscure fantasy right. novel. It's no one knows this stuff. It's written hundred years ago. Yeah. But their marketing and and uh, and the way they 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 portrayed it and the music drew people in. Obviously, they, they had a lot of good names on the cast as well, Ian McKellen yeah. and 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 stuff like that. Right. But John Carter, if you look at oh, like we talked about, there was a lot of names in this. Yeah. There was yeah. a lot of names in this, and it just they dropped the ball completely on every angle you could think of. And why it failed. People had no idea what this movie was about. Right. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. And uh, even the uh, Asian movie enthusiast, I put his comment on the board. He said the trailer was bad. It didn't help. Didn't it? Did not help no. things like you were saying. You know. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate. It's definitely it's it's unfortunate. So, but let's go ahead and get into it. So, yeah. I'll have you uh, briefly talk about the plot synopsis here because that IMDb plot synopsis was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, terrible. Was. But yeah, go ahead and just do the yeah. brief. Another thing that drew me into is because, I, I, as you know, I like steampunk. I made a steampunk lightsaber. I make steampunk other stuff too. I like steampunk. So yeah. this was, you know, it wasn't Europe. It was the United States. It was post Civil War uh, United right. States, but it's still that Victorian kind of era. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, late, late 1800s, uh, pre industry industry and uh so that drew me in just the fact that he was a soldier during the civil war and yeah. and it was industrial in, you know uh, a victorian and then he goes to this other world you know what i mean and then he's, he's powers and then he's jumping around and fight so that right there you know was a big a big deal for me and it drew me in so i love so it starts out with this guy who's you know victorian age and he uh, somehow finds a way searching for treasure finds a way to transport himself to mars um yeah. and he has that very kind of Ronin esque feel, I guess you can say to it. Uh, he he he's done his battles. He doesn't yeah. want to follow anyone anymore. No. He doesn't want to fight for people anymore. He he'll no. fight for himself. If he has to, but that's it. He doesn't want to uh, yeah. deal with that. And it's because he lost his family. He lost yep. his wife and and, and his yeah. child. Um, but then when he goes there, he finds, I guess, a new lease on life, a new reason to. And he goes through the struggles, obviously. At first, he's resistant. He doesn't want to deal with it. He just wants to get home. He just wants to get home yeah. and find his gold. He wants to find his gold, get off this planet, find his gold. Yeah. But he obviously falls in love, and uh, we have the bad guys, the antagonists who are trying to take over the planet, and these other people in the background, and he gets all pulled into it. And because of his powers that he has, discovered yeah. by these other aliens which are on the planet, kind of, I, I, I akin them to, like, the uh, the uh, Gungans on Naboo, to where you have... You have 
the uh, Nimbo, uh, Nimboans, uh, I forgot what they call them, Nimboans, uh, Padme's people, which were the yeah. above ground people, and then you had the Gungans under the water. Well, the Thrax, the, the Thrax were like the aliens that looked different from humans, and they were, you know, like right. kind of tribal. Um, and he befriends them. They bring him in and want him to fight. And it was just, there was a lot of good strings here and a lot of arcs, I thought, that were played mm-hmm. out very, very, very well, especially character arcs. When you think about the the Thrak, uh, 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 Jidak, the leader of the, of the Thraks. Um, yeah. Now, the princess's family, her father and the king and, and a, a, a Perforor's character, who I love him, too. It was fun to see him playing a good guy, by the way. Because yeah, he's, right? he's, always, he's always a bad guy. <laughs> It was fun to see him play goodbye. I think they were underdeveloped and and they didn't seem to do much right. uh, for it. Yeah. Uh, but the character of development was really good, especially with with John Carter's character. Um, yeah. and I like how they bookended it with it opens up with what's going on and it closes out with it his ne- with his nephew. Yeah. Um, and his nephew's Edgar Rice Burroughs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Which was really, yeah. yeah. And at the end, he's like, write a book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, you know, I, I, I was very surprised uh, with the movie, but, uh, but yeah, that was that was perfect. You pretty much nailed the plot synopsis there. Unlike IMDb, yeah, whatever the fuck. What was that? He meets a dog. Yeah, uh, meets a dog. the dog was the. Oh, come on, the dog was the no, shit no. though. Oh no, no, no. no. Wula, Wula yes. is my shit. That's my homie right here. Wula's my homie. Okay, I want might... I want a Wula pop. I want yes. a Wula Funko pop now. This my homie right here. You know what I'm saying? He, rem- he reminds me of my big my big shepherd, uh, Caramon. That he's he's just as derpy as him, and and and, and chases you all over the place. And yeah, yeah, yeah. and willing to fight. Yeah. Don't, oh yeah. Don't don't even oh, yeah. care if there's fucking you know 100. You know uh, what what they call them war war horns. I think that's yeah. what they called them that. Didn't give a fuck. Nope. He was no. in there fighting him. He's like, and no, he has, no, he's like, no, homie, I ain't leaving you. I'm, no, we're going to fight together, son. That's what we're going to do. Right. And for people don't know, this dog was not just a dog. He had powers. He was like the Flash. <laughs> he, was just, <laughs> he was just zipping and zooming all over the place. Now, I know Trapjaw from the Inhumans in Marvel doesn't run fast. He teleports, basically. Yeah. But but it's still it's still kind of the same thing. Trapjaw is here, then he's there, then he's yeah. here. You know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the dog was. I, I, he's, he's like my favorite character in the movie. Yeah. I can't help it. I just can't help it. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker. Uh, but yeah, the you know the the whole uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs as his nephew. He sends for him because he fakes his death, and then of right. course that gets revealed later why he fakes his death. Um, and even that was a twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see here. So he gets he was given his journal, and then that's when you know he reads the whole journal, and then we have our backstory and all that good fun stuff. But yeah, the designs, I love the way the cities looked. I love the way everyone's armor looked. I and can we those. mention that the CGI was really good for 2012? Yeah. My criticisms of Wonder Woman 84, I almost feel this movie had better CGI than Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> His is this jump movie, in looked is this more movie, real. Is this, is this movie better than Wonder Woman 84? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, mind you, love Gal Gadot, love yeah. Patty Jenkins, love all the actors. The actors worked their ass off on that movie. You know, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but the story was lacking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, he comes in, he reads the journal. But right in the beginning, though, we have a nice little ship battle. And immediately, the priests of the goddess, basically uh, Mark Strong's uh, crew, yes, basically they're here to keep the balance. So they're here to keep the balance. So well, how do you keep the balance? Well, you, if any other 
you know, beings that become just as smart as they are, we can't have that. We got to have the meatheads run shit <laughs> to keep the balance because we can control the meatheads. So let's give meathead Dominique West powers. I thought he was Dominic. the worst part. Of, I thought he was the worst part of the movie. By the way, I know. I, I mean, you know, Dominic West has done a lot of great things, but he was yeah. just too. He was too cheesy as a villain. He was way too cheesy. It seems like they didn't, even, they didn't really give him a lot to do either. No, he's just like I'm bad guy. Right. I mean, they even kind of meta it because Mark Strong's character is basically like, "You're just an idiot. You're a meat a meat bag for. Yeah. We're choosing you to be the meat bag to do this." Yeah, yeah. You know, Manchurian Candidate kind of stuff. You know, it's just like. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, I did enjoy the uh, the whole. Because uh, when you think Disney movie, you think usually nice, fun fairies and, and, and nice, fun, fluffy things. Right. But there were some dark moments in here. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, what? Like, you know, he finds out, you know, throughout the movie, we get the flashbacks. Of him being with his family, him losing his family, and 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 that was one of the big major parts of the movie where I was just like, "Wow, this is like I'm surprised Disney put their stamp on there. I'm surprised Disney approved this because usually they don't get into stuff that's too dark." Like, how about the way they treat the, the Tharks treat their babies? Yeah, They're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like tossing them around. Yeah, you know, Remind it's a community. They just the, yeah, because they're all hatched and uh, right. no one's uh. uh that you don't have your own babies. They're all hatched communally. And right. the Horde, World of Warcraft uh, uh, flashbacks, uh, right, the right. Horde raises the children. You know what I mean? Uh, they, okay. they, they bring, and, and they have caretakers that help take care of them. So there's not a lot of like paternal love, I guess you could say, uh, <laughs> yeah, with, yeah, with the way yeah. to treat. And when they're brought in and they're processed, I guess you could say, they bring them from where they're hatched and they're cleaned and all this stuff. It's like they're going like to a prison. It's, it's like they're getting thrown, lie is thrown on them. And yes. like, it looks like they're almost washed with a broom at some point or something. I mean, it's just like, you know, and then they're tossed around in one big room all together, yeah. big nursery, just yeah. thrown in there, um, which was kind of, yeah, kind of harsh. But that, yeah. but I liked it because that does play into yeah. um, uh, the, the, the leader, what's his name, uh, Tars. Yeah, right. Tars, uh, him and his daughter Sola. Um, right. It plays into that story, which we can get into in a little bit. Uh, I like uh, him trying to communicate with Carter, and he kept calling Virginia. Him, he kept calling him Virginia. <laughs> He's like, "No, I'm John Carter. John Carter right. from Virginia. Virginia. Oh, Virginia. Oh, okay. <laughs> need you to jump, jump like a bitch, sack." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but sack. yeah, yeah, sack. Do the jump. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they they were fun together. I enjoyed them together. I think I think one of my favorite moments in the movie is when uh, Carter, you know, takes control of the army. He convinces mm. the you know the Thark army to to go fight the bad guys, but he leads them to the wrong area. Yeah. <laughs> and then what's his name? Sack Sark? What is it? No, oh, Thark. Sars, sorry, I'm terrible. Tars, 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 Tars. I'm terrible with these names. I'm sorry, guys. When they lead him to the wrong area, he basically bitch slaps him upside the head. Yeah, right. Bam, you <laughs> dummy. Why are we here? This is like Why one of my here? favorite parts of the movie. And this, and this is after he becomes Jeddak because he because yeah. he challenge because he challenges the other dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, oh, I know this is kind of backtracking, but dude, when he challenges the other dude, he's like, "I challenge you," and it comes out. You think, "Oh, here we go, with battle." He just cuts his head off in one second. Dude no. jumps from the stands. Carter yeah. just whoop, done. Just <laughs> over. Was, I actually like that part, though, because it was like, you're, I'm like stronger than you, faster. You're yeah. fucking done. Yeah. Because we get a, you know, earlier, they get captured. 
you know, uh, they get forced to uh, fight in the arena that the that was used in Attack White of the Clones. The, the, the uh, you know Attack of the Clones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was a lot like that. Yeah, but yeah, they fight in that. They defeat the apes, the white apes, which I thought was a fun little scene. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fun. A little bit of action here and there. But yeah, it seems like the longer he's he's been on Mars because of the density in his bones, he's able to to jump really high like the Hulk, basically. But he actually gained more strength too. Like it seemed like the longer he was there, he got stronger, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, we'd be remiss. We didn't explain this to people if people didn't see it and they want to know. Um okay. he was on Mars, but it was basically like a clone of himself. Because his body yeah. remained on Earth. Um, right. Which is which is actually a big linchpin for the entire movie for the beginning and the end of the movie. It's an important piece. Uh, basically, when he uses that amulet, it transports his consciousness to a, a, basically like another body, a clone body, on Mars. Right. And while he's there, his body on Earth is appears dead, but it's like in suspended animation, right. um, basically. Um, so and he so he's over there. So uh, while his body's there, he's on Mars. So there, that plays into the whole thing too. Yeah. Oh, thanks for reminding us about that yeah. one, because that's a big that's a big thing. Yeah. And I forgot that you know after many years of watching it later and rewatching it today, I totally forgot. I was like, oh yeah, his human body is still on Earth, but uh, it's almost like a, what's it called? A telegraph of himself. Tell yeah, they call yeah because the telegrams because they did the telegrams back then. Yeah. And the tele- they use the, te- the telegraph stuff. Yeah, because they were looking at the map and it's like it looked like the Morse code, like we do with a telegraph. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Like telegraph his consciousness to Mars. <laughs> But the guy that basically wanted to take over the whole the whole time that that uh, other Thark, the evil Thark, yeah, wanted to take over. He did not like uh, uh, what's his name again? Sarge. Um, I forgot. I forgot his name. Okay. Um, he wanted to take over, so he's the uh, one that threw oh, them. Oh, uh, uh, Sarkoja. Okay. Sar- okay, okay. Sarkoja. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that was great when they lunged at each other and Carter fucked him up, and they and they both land. You know, the evil the evil Thark that was trying to take over. Oh, tell excuse me. His name is Tal Halgit Hedges. Okay, 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 okay. Tal, yeah, Tal Hedges. Uh, Sarkoja like, okay. was the uh, the other the female uh, Thark who hated Sola, the one who she basically right. threw down in the arena. <laughs> right, that was great. Yeah. She yeah. needed to die. She had the same fucking face right. in the whole movie. The whole, whole movie, she was like, right, right. She was all, right. I'm evil. Like, what are you doing? It's like, bitch, well, you gonna die now? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when evil Thark. Who tried to take over? Uh, who threw them in the Coliseum and they defended mm-hmm. themselves against the White Apes? You're right, though. When they both, uh, when John Carter and him fought, it was like two seconds, straight out of Yojimbo, son. Like it was over. And uh, I loved how he did the superhero landing, and he was covered in blood. I love how he cut himself out of the White Ape, and he was covered in the White Ape blood. Yeah, yeah. That it it reminded cool. me of uh, uh, Hercules with the Hydra. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. <laughs> he would have landed on him, and he came out all <laughs> covered in all the. <laughs> Yeah, and then he like fucked that dude up, and you see his you see his head decapitated. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I was like, yeah, movie, yes, give me the decapitations and the alien blood. <laughs> I'm liking this, all the blood. And I'm wondering, you see, like they pick blue blood and never explain it, but I wonder if it's because the oxygen levels are lower oh. on Mars. You know, there could be a scientific reason for them all having blue because everyone had blue blood, even the. Uh, the red men, you know the the uh, oh, the, the people right. from Helios and 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 the Zargoza, Zargoza. Yeah, you're right. Zodangan, Zodangan. Um, right. Their blood was blue too. So yeah. I'm wondering if it was like, you know, just because yeah, there's right. no more oxygen it levels. It is blue. Yeah, their blood was blue too. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. 
But yeah, nice little badass scene here with the princess showing that she can defend herself. Dude, I love her. I enjoyed that. And I don't think I've ever... I mean, has she been in stuff too? Because I don't think I've ever seen her anywhere else. Has Dude, she X-Men, Origins, Wolverine, and this. Well, that's it. That's Well, that's Taylor Kitsch. <clears throat> no, she's... she's she the, was in the world... Love, she's the love interest that dies. What? Oh, yeah. She was the, the silver silver fox. Yeah. Right, right, right. Well, that, well, I mean, that's who she was supposed to be. The Weapon right, X project right, was supposed to be Silverfox. Right. She was the uh, one that gave. Yeah, him, yeah. She's the one that gave Hugh Jackman his name. Right. Yeah. Right. I remember. Well, who she no, is, yeah. she's great in this, dude. She's great in this. I enjoyed her in this. Uh, and that that uh, sorry, toxic masculinity, guys. But that dress at the end of what when she was getting when, when she was getting supposed to get married, that dress yeah. was spectacular. I love yeah. that dress. Was just I love the way it looked. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they made the dress that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, she was cool. She wasn't like just this whiny, help me all the time, right? You know, type of character. It was nice to see that she could throw down if needed, which was nice. Like, they did that right at the introduction when she first met John Carter. Yeah, he's like, he's like, stand, like he did it kind of like stand back. I got this. Yeah, kind of deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then she takes care of business. He looks like, oh, okay, you don't need my help. <laughs> right. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so what you're saying is uh, Force Awakens copied? Mm, no, <laughs> I mean, did they at- did they attempt to do it? <laughs> if they did, they did it badly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she was way more convincing as a badass uh, yeah. uh, uh, female warrior yeah. um, than than uh, than Ray was. Sorry, uh, but yeah. Oh, don't don't be sorry. <laughs> it's all good. But yeah, uh, you know, they kind of end up together. Uh, our, our boy Dominique West was trying to basically his whole deal is, look, I'm going to slaughter your people if you if you don't marry me, right? Right. So the father's like, well, fuck it, we ain't, there's nothing else we could do. We're gonna have to, I'm going to have to marry my daughter to him. I'm going to have to pimp her out, you know. But she's she tries to escape. She tries to w- run away from this, and that's what she meets up with John Carter, and, and then we have our adventure. Right. Uh, but yeah, things get revealed later, like you were saying how. She discovers what was it the nine ring was it the nine uh the ninth ray, right? Everything with them is about light, because uh, right. the, even the airships travel on light. They don't travel on wind. They travel on light because they have all those solar rays, and every, so they they say they travel on light. And uh, the therns were all about the, that that the, the people can't discover the ninth ray, right? Um, or anything like that. And and it was pretty. It was actually pretty fatalistic the way the therns look at it. They're like, you know what? All these planets, all these civilizations, they're all doomed. Yeah, they're all doomed. I get if you want to say mankind, humanity, because they seem like versions of of, of Homo sapiens. Uh, you know, what I mean, <laughs> civilizations rise, they yeah. go to war, they destroy each other, and we start all over again. <laughs> Our job pretty is just much. to keep it going as long as it can. <laughs> yeah, you know, pretty much, pretty much. What was your favorite part of the movie? Mine, my favorite part of the movie was when he basically fought. The war horns here. Yes, it was like him versus a hundred dudes. Yes, this 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 I, was like the Game of Thrones uh, episode uh, with the um, <laughs> when he was fighting uh, Ramsey uh, Bolton when all they all just piled up on him and everything. But he was him and yeah, him and Wola were just like whooping, whooping some ass. Yeah, yeah. I wish it was a little bit longer, but uh, yeah. it was badass, man. He just destroyed. It was, it was like him versus a hundred dudes. It was mm-hmm. fucking great. Fucking great. Did they have blue blood too? They did too, didn't they? Uh, that was going so fast, I didn't notice. Right. But right. I'm assuming they did. But yeah, yeah that that's my favorite part of the movie, and as well as Wula, I gotta love gotta love some Wula yeah. here. Um, 
let's see here. I did like that one scene where <laughs> Carter gets kidnapped and James Perfioy comes in there. Yeah. He, he does the whole, he's all, I'm just coming here to see how things are things are going right, along, right. going on in here. <laughs> hey, take my hostage. Hey, take my hostage. Take my hostage. Take my hostage. <laughs> <laughs> he like grabs his own sword and puts it up to his neck. Hey, yes. Help. help me. Help me. And then when the queen comes in, he's like, bow. Yeah. <laughs> more more James. I agree with you. They didn't give he him is, he is so spectacular. Uh yeah. I, I I mean the first time I ever saw him was in Rome. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the series Rome. Which yeah. is funny because I think the, the, the king was also he was Julius Caesar in Rome, I believe, too. Oh uh, the Jadak, okay. uh the princess's father. Yeah. Uh Saran Hines, that's his name. Yes. Tardos Moors. Um, I think he was in I think he was Julius Caesar in Mars uh, as well. Or in um Rome. Um but yeah, J- James Perfoy is just spectacular everything he was in. And he was in that that TV show where he was a serial killer with Kevin Bacon. Um The Following. The following, yes. Yeah. That was a spectacular show. He was great. He was great in that too. I love him um, from Solomon Kane. There you go. I love that movie. It's a low budget fantasy flake, but it's kick ass. But yeah, I love I I enjoy him in that. But yeah, yeah, just like I, I've noticed a trend of us talking about the movie here is that we're we're not bashing it. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Right. Like even it was a good movie. Little, even the little nitpicky things that we're honest about. Well, you know, they, they could the, the villain could have toned it down. We could have seen more of these characters. Even the nitpicky stuff we're bringing up is still not like this is fucking troll to electric boogaloo. This is fucking manos the hands of fate. This is some Pluto Nash. You know, like <laughs> no, Pluto Nash, you keep bringing up Pluto Nash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that you know, poor movie, that poor fun, movie. <laughs> funny, quick, funny, funny, quick story. Lady Fat Blood, my wife, mm. uh, got taken on a date before she met me. Some guy took her on a date to that movie. Oh, God. Yeah. Of all the movies. <laughs> she, ne- she, never called, she never called him back. So, hey, maybe, hey, maybe Pluto Nash did me a favor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in retrospect. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's just like kind of having fun here, you know. Like, not really. I mean, would I mean would you? I mean, obviously, this is not Empire Strikes Back. Okay, let's be honest. Yeah, here. right. This right. Not we're, like not, we're not saying this is the best movie ever made. Greatest mo- sci-fi no. adventures of all time. Okay, but it's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. It's enjoyable yeah. to watch. Yeah, there were no characters in it that made me want to kill them because yeah, they're like terrible. You know, yeah. like solid acting from everyone. You know, and I, you know what? Another thing that turned, I think, turned me off from the movie was Taylor Kitsch. Like when it came out. Dude, I want to see more of him. I don't understand why this man has not been acting more. I thought he was a perfect gambit. When I saw him, I'm like, oh yeah. my God, I need a solo gambit movie with Taylor what? Kitsch. I, I, I so, need this I had, movie. <laughs> I had so many <laughs> issues with X Men Origins Wolverine. And, the movie you know, is a movie, but Taylor yeah, Kitsch yeah. as Gambit was great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think he does. But you know, he was good in this. I actually thought he was really good in Lone Survivor. You know, he was really good in that movie. Even yeah. though Mark Wahlberg was the star, he was still good. His acting was still good. But it's like he should not have been. You know, what was the word? Not pigeonholed, but he should not have been uh, typecast. Not, is it typecast or, typecast or black black something? Blacklisted. Yeah. Yeah, blacklisted yeah. is when they won't hire you anymore because yeah. you did, you had such a stinker. They don't want to hire you anymore. That's what kind of like, that's what I thought about when after John Carter bombed. When there's like so like, many people involved in making a movie, it's not all on his shoulders, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. There we go. Andre says Taylor Kitsch was good in Twenty One Bridges. Did you see? I have not seen that one. That I maybe yeah. I did. 
I'm not sure. But I'm reading yeah, some of these the, the bad reviews. Now, I, yeah. I got to be honest with you. I never read the book. I never read yeah, Burroughs. Neither have book. I. Neither have so I. So I, I don't know how okay. far it goes from the book or whatever. But like some like stuff they say, it's like, there's one critic said, uh, the finished entity feels like a ripoff of a film that ripped off several ripoffs of Carter's own ancient source material. And I'm like, wait, wait, what do you? I mean, I don't, I don't even understand what that means. What does that mean? <laughs> Is it that far from the book for you that you think it's a ripoff? Uh, feels heavily recycled in both its storytelling techniques and its visual effects. That's called fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's called yeah. fantasy. That's why so many fantasy movies before Lord of the Rings. Right. We're pa- now there were a lot of stinkers. Let's be fair. There were a lot of stinkers for fantasy. Yeah. They, they never yeah. got the budgets. They never got the money for them. Right. Uh, but that's what critics. The moment a critic would see fantasy. Yeah. They're like, no, nah, after this fuck this movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> they don't even yeah. want to deal with it. You know, and then yeah. they're like, oh, my God, what's this Lord of the Rings? Holy cow. <laughs> right. <is> great. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But even I, sci-fi. I think- Same thing with sci-fi. You know what I mean? I think critics were pissed that Star Wars did good when it first came out. Like, what? Who's this? Who's this Lucas guy coming out of nowhere without a studio making this right? sci fantasy? <laughs> yeah, don't don't forget when during making of the movie too, when you get the big, you know, the award ceremony at the end where they're walking down to get their awards from Princess Leia. I heard all the British actors that were standing on the side were laughing. They were <laughs> laughing during because the they scene. didn't want to be there. They were like, "This is so fucking dumb." Little did they know. Yeah, Little and Al- and Alex Guinness never wanted to talk yeah. about it. Anytime anyone wanted to talk about, it, he's like, what? "I'm a classically trained actor, and you want to talk to me about this garbage?" <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want to talk to me about? I was in the movie for five minutes. What yeah. do you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh man, which makes you beg, which, which, which makes you ask the question: Why did he come back for two and three? Money. Yeah, he was old. It was money. It was just money. <laughs> That's all it was. It was money. He was old. Wanted to leave, leave something to his kids and his grandkids. And wow, this review is ridiculous. Unless you're still looking forward to puberty, you should avoid John Carter. Jesus. It's sci-fi and that, wait, fantasy. Adventure. And that review was from 2019. Right. Wow. I'm not surprised, <laughs> I guess. I'm not surprised. Whew. But yeah, I mean, even the action at the end, I was like, this is like a lot of fun. We've got sword yeah. battles. The Tarks are showing up. They decided to fly. There he goes. There's one of your character arcs right there. You know, we do not fly. And right. they end up flying at the end. Fuck it. <laughs> More crash yeah, pretty much. More crash like, glad, glad that ended. <laughs> also, oh, yeah. my daughter my daughter was watching with me today when I when I rewatched it. Yeah. And uh she, she was looking at it and she and I'm like, Yeah, they're they're doing horrible. Uh and she's like, No, I think they're doing pretty good. All these considering, I think they're doing pretty good. Because they don't yeah. fly. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> Yeah, but we had some sword battles. We had some gun yeah. battles. It was it became a straight up swashbuckler at the end. Like it was just. It's like, ha- have you not heard of adventure? The yeah. word adventure, you know, it, it exists. The word fantasy right. exists. Sci-fi, it, it exists. <laughs> like these yeah. these things exist. Yeah, the, you know? the only critic, the criticism, the only the, the criticisms I have for it is yeah, some it. some of the acting was a little uninspired. Like I said, Dominic West is a much better actor than he was in this movie. But I don't know if it was just the character. That's how he wrote the character. He, that he had to be that way. But it just seemed very kitschy and 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 very like you know uh, cookie cutter villain. Uh, right. To me. Dominique, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So it seemed you know very cookie cutter to me with that. Um. 
there was a lot of characters in it that I don't think needed to be in it. I think they tried Which, to pack it with too many. Just, just there was just so much going on on her on the princess's end. You have her father. You have Purfoy. You have yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the 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 maids that help her. And there's just so many. There seemed like way too many characters that necessarily probably didn't need to be involved. Um, right. And on when they're in hel- in helium, you know what I mean. Right. Um, right, right. And the whole war between helium and Zadagos, whatever the hell they're called, seemed very contrived. I'm like I, I don't even understand the point of this war. What what's I, I don't get it. You know what I mean? It just right. And it, it went into that a little bit more detail of why. They're yeah, fighting. yeah, yeah. And it seemed like they were supposed to be this force against helium, right? But it, but they had a feel of pirates rather than than this nation, right? You know what I mean? Because they were nomads. They were always on these ships. They didn't have a a city, right? There were just nomads on a ship, um, right. you know, and. It just, I think like, it just came down to resources, right? They were just fighting yeah. over the resources of the planet. That could it's be, just, yeah, they were, they were saying that. But the one thing I never understood, too, is she was talking about, I mean, I get they had to have some kind of water on there, but they're talking about, oh, you're talking about this seas. You're, you're, you're in a fantasy land. What are you talking about? Seas. And then they go to, they go to the river, and there's a river of Is, and there's, there's a river, water just all flowing <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> the whole place is a desert, and it gets spotted. There's this full-on river just flowing. I'm like, wait, where did this come from? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Willow bombed? Did it? I never looked up Willow's. Uh... Will I love Willow? Willow was one of the. If you want to, if you want to be realistic and honest here, Willow was probably the closest thing that we had to a Lord of the Rings type movie in the eighties. In the eighties, yeah, yeah, and it was actually good. Um, my... It's it's very similar to John Carter. It was a fifty-one oh, okay. tomato meter and a seventy-nine percent audience score. Hmm. Okay. But it had, but it had a better audience score than John Carter did though. Oh so come on, eighty percent. Come on, Conan the Destroyer, twenty five percent. Get out of here. Come on. <laughs> it's not as good. I, I agree. It's not as good as the first. It's still fun though. Right. Twenty five percent. Come on. Well, that's the whole point of of critics though, right? Because there you go. They're not they're not critiquing is the movie fun. They're critiquing all these these. Uh, Cinematography kind of things and 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 writing and dialogue. They're del- really delving into a lot of things. Where were the stakes? Is it cooking? There's, so, there's all these little things they hit on to give it what their score is. You know what I mean? Right. So where a lot of times general audiences we just sit back and go, that was a fun movie because we're not we're not we're not paying our our suspension of disbelief is easily suspended. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? In some with some movies, and also you got to go into it knowing that oh yeah, this movie's trash. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's like if you go into it knowing the movie's trash as far as you know writing skill or or, or stuff like that. You know what I mean? Uh, you can if you go into it knowing that you're going to see this kind of movie, you're like, well, it's okay to enjoy trash. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Will Chamberlain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, I totally agree with you. It's like when we review movies on our channel, we approach them as if we're of the genre is trying to represent. Right. That's how we review it, right? We watch a movie like Citizen Kane, we'll approach it like the, the genre is representing. If we're watching a B flick like Troll 2 Electric Boogaloo, we're going to represent, you know, it, that's how we pr- approach it. But not a lot of people do that. You know, they don't do that. So it's unfortunate. I think you yeah. just like, there's nothing wrong with being honest and just having a good time. No, there's a lot of trash out there. So, oh yeah, the trash oh, yeah. deserves to be destroyed. But, right, right, and, and, and it's, again, it's again, it's like here's the thing: like when we talk about Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. 
the fans got so much lore and so much love out of this IP. Yeah. That at when they're, when it comes out trash, like we did with, with a lot of the sequel stuff, you're right. like, no, 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 this movie deserved it deserved better. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Big Tolkien is my inspiration for, uh, as a writer. Uh, he was one of my biggest inspirations for writing my novel. Oh, nice, nice. Um, and I love the movies. Okay, even yeah, though was, there's a lot, there's a lot of purists that hate the movies because they're like, ah, oh, it's missing Tom Bombadil. It's missing this. It's missing this. like, man, listen, do you want these movies to be six hours long each? I mean, <laughs> but I loved it. Okay, but then we yeah. got to the Hobbit. I'm like, this is trash. This is absolute trash. It's trash. It is trash. It is trash. The reason why it's trash is because they try to make. A, a, yeah. a, 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 a book that could have maybe did two movies. Yeah. I say one at best, a three hour one, yeah. one three hour movie. Okay. Yeah. If you want to split it in two, two hour movies, right. maybe three movies. No, they added all this other stuff just to make another trilogy right. to make money on it to, yeah. off the, to be off the back of Lord of Rings. And it failed. It was failed miserably, I think, as as a movie and as a story. It just it was no. Horrible. I'm not disagree. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just still cringing in pain <laughs> from the Hobbit movies. Dude, it was just so bad. It was. I'm like, this is trash. And the reason why it's so trash, like, if it was just watching trash, like they, you know, these yeah. other movies, like, oh, this is a fun movie. It's yeah. not a fun movie for me because Lord of the Rings was so good. Yeah, it's like it's like we didn't see we didn't see. I think we saw Schmaug in theater, but we didn't see the first one or the third one in theater. Yeah. And so we just kind of well, we didn't see the other two. Let's just blind buy them. So we bought, we blown, blown, we blind bought all three. Right. And it was one of those. As soon as I started watching the first one, I, I turned to Lady Fablin and I was like, you I know, never watched the last one. I was so oh, wow. I turned to her I, and I'm I like, never you know, it. this was my this was my first thing was I was like, you know, it, this is nice. It's kind of nice being in this world again. That was my first impression. And then by the end of it, I was like, well, that happened. That happened. That <laughs> so happened. Let's make game. three movies to find a way to make a dwarf and an elf hook up. There we go. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's what you want the synopsis of the Hobbit guy, the Hobbit trilogy guys, how to get a dwarf and an elf to hook up. That's, that's the synopsis of the Hobbit trilogy. Oh God! Yeah, it's like we bought the we bought the Lord of the Rings trilogy on 4K. We will not be buying the Hobbit trilogy on 4K. <laughs> oh man! Oh, someone said you're missing out, Lungo. Yeah. Out. I don't know, man. Listen, those first two were so bad for me. Smog was the only highlight, and he was in a movie for what five minutes. Pretty much, I was like, <laughs> you know, it's like that's it. Uh, I was done. I was done. I mean, the music was nice. Yeah. Uh, Legolas, <laughs> sure, we got some Legolas, but. Legolas isn't as fun without Gimli or without yeah. the, you know what I mean? Just Legolas alone. It's like, I don't want to see a Legolas solo movie. Why? Because he's boring alone. He's better when yeah. he's with the Fellowship. That, that's what yeah. makes it fun. Plus, it was um, early Legolas where he was kind of a dick. Yeah. So I was like, eh. Yeah. We got Gimli's early. dad. We got Gloin. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> did oh, anyone man. care about Gloin other than being part of Gimli's name? Gimli, son of Gloin? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all, you yeah. know. But that's why I'm looking forward to the series, the, the Amazon series coming. Out. I'm looking to see what they can do with it because it's supposed to be in the second age. All I gotta say is good rings. luck. Good luck. Oh, with, for what Amazon? Good luck doing it. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> we'll, it's see. Gonna, we'll see. It's going to be hard for people to detach themselves from the movies and watch a show about it. Uh, I hope it's good though. Hopefully, it's good. You know. Yeah. Uh, but now there's no excuse. So all the. Uh, the book sniffers out there. <laughs> You're getting your show now. So, you know, hopefully they don't fuck it you up. Get for it. You. I, I, I am, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic about it. 
I know it's a big it's a big undertaking. You don't mess with something like Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, and so I'm like, they got a lot. And if it's bad, it's gonna be even doubly worse because they got a they're spending a lot of dough. I mean, how much, a how much money lot. It's a ridiculous amount. I forgot how much uh, when they got it, it was something like. I want to say it was like uh, two point two point five billion or something like that. Billion. Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Holy crap! So those special effects better be games Game of Thrones level. Yeah, it's like it's like ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Uh, I hate saying that word, but yeah. That, okay. That uh, uh, price tag of a, a billion. Here it goes. Uh, sources estimates on Amazon's Mega Lord of Rings uh, five seasons plus potential spinoff. Insiders put the price tag for global rights alone at two hundred fifty million, and believe once things like budgets, casting, visual effects are factored in, the price tag could be hit a billion. Okay. Yes, one billion for a TV show. <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> billion, one billion dollars. Right. It's a ton of money. It's just ridiculous. Oh my god! Uh, what, what are we talking here in terms of uh, season? Like, how many episodes are we looking at here? Or is it going to be like Game of Thrones and be like? Well, 10? we had, yeah, they haven't told us. We don't have oh, any yeah. information on that yet. They just released some casting, and uh-huh. all pretty much, you know. Um, New actors or unknowns, which is fine. I'm, I'm I'm good with that. I don't need big names are always nice. Yeah. But sometimes the big name overshadows the story, and it just doesn't right. help. Uh, but some of the best stuff usually comes out. With I mean, Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars has a history of always picking actors that weren't really well known, except for yeah. a few. The movie Dojo Army. They they know me. They're like the TV show that should not be named. I know. I know. I feel filthy. <laughs> I feel dirty saying the the the, G, the the something of Thrones. I feel I feel dirty saying that title. You know, and, and, um, listen, the books I loved, and the series was great until, obviously, the, where everybody says it fell apart. Is at least the last two seasons and not the last three seasons. Uh-huh. Um, but up up, and, up until the Red Wedding, up until the death of Jon Snow, it was great. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I just, it just, yeah. I hate it now. So you're not going to change my mind, Lunga. <laughs> no. I mean, I wasn't happy with the ending. I was like, "What was this?" <laughs> oh, at least, at least I got a, a fan of the show that can admit that. At yeah. Least. Oh, yeah. There, Come on, there's man. so many defenders. They're like, "Well," yeah, and I'm like, "No, no, no." no. I mean, did I watch <laughs> it? Do I like when people get hypercritical? I'm like, like when they were talking about the Daenerys, like, "Oh, Daenerys should have turned evil." I'm like, "No, no, you, that was coming." <laughs> that was coming. Even right. if you read the books, you knew that was coming. You know what I mean? They hinted yeah. it throughout the whole thing, but they rushed it. The way they did it, they rushed it. Um, and the, the Benioff writers, and Weiss. Yeah. They, I mean, what killed it for me is when they came out after it was over in an interview saying, "Oh yeah, we didn't want to put that much fantasy elements in it because that's not uh, general audiences don't want that." It's like it's a fantasy novel. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> It's like Star Wars, like someone taking over, like Disney taking over Star Wars and saying, yeah, but we don't want it in space because general audiences don't want to be in space, so it's going to be on Earth. (laughs) You know, it's like... Put it on Earth. (laughs) Let's take the lightsabers out, too. We don't need the lightsabers. Right, right, right. That doesn't make sense. Say Fat Blood Cameo. Say Fat Blood Cameo. Hello. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, I I, I get you. I totally get you. But, yeah, you know, I, I want to... Well... I don't have high expectations for the Lord of the Rings show, but if it's if it's dope, I'm there. If it's dope, I'm there. I will buy it. I will support it. You know, hopefully. And now they can, unlike Game of Thrones, they can't fuck it up because we all know what the ending is. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's it's a prequel. This is about the this is the second age. It's gonna be about the creation of the Rings of Power, and yeah. um, the only person that might they might they might you might you were supposed to get a young Galadriel uh, okay. in there, and I and I think they're talking about a Gandalf uh, uh, being around because Gandalf is he's I forgot the name, I forgot what they were called, not ASMR. I forgot uh, there's a name, um, but he, they're like angels. And so it's a prequel Tolkien's to Fellowship. Universe. It's a prequel. It's, it's like Similarian stuff. It's going way back. Oh, I didn't know it was going that back that far. Oh, Second wow. age, yeah. Oh, so it's going back. I, I want to say it, maybe at least a thousand, a thousand years to that. It's got to be. It's okay. Actually, if it's second age, it's got to be before the uh, the the uh, war with uh, Sauron, where, where there was where they had the alliance. Okay. Okay. The last alliance. It's before the last alliance. So will it end with the last alliance? I'm not sure. I mean, okay. if if it get, if it's popular and it keeps going, yeah, it could keep going eventually to that. But this is supposed to be again creation of the rings of power, which is way before the last lines. Right. Interesting. Interesting. <clears throat> well, hopefully it's good. They got thirty billion dollars to make it right. <laughs> yeah, Mike Swift says there's five seasons planned for the okay, uh, Lord of Rings seasons. Okay. Okay. Well, good. At least they already have it planned out, and they're not just you know risking, right? Taking a huge risk and be like, oh shit. Everybody hated the show. We got to cut it now. Let's end it. So hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's good. <laughs> and sexy Zemo says Agent Smith going to be in it. <laughs> uh, actually, Hugo Weaving is no- Hugo Weaving notoriously opts out of everything that he helps make iconic. He <laughs> he never. No, but I don't have the time. Does that mean time. he hates it? No, he just he just doesn't want to like he's not coming back for the Matrix. Now he always uh, cites scheduling conflicts. It's like how many I see you in that many movies. How many skeleton conflicts do you have? You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, he's not going to be in the new Matrix movie. Yeah. Which is going to kind of suck. It's like you, you, you're going to do this. You're not going to have an Agent Smith. You know, Mr. Uh, Anderson. Right. So he's, yeah. he's not in that. He's not going to be in this. Um, there was some other. There was, some, there was another one. There was another thing, too, that he was a part of that he didn't want to return for or something. But yeah, he's not coming back. No Hugo Weaving. Unless they. Yeah. Now it is a long time ago. Uh, if I, I don't know the exact time frame, it could even be before Elrond was born, or he was right. very young. <clears throat> so they oh, could technically okay. recast it as a younger because Galadriel is oh. going to be Galadriel is going to be a younger actress too playing her. Okay. Okay. Oh, Lady Febla just mentioned he didn't come back to do Red Skull again. There's Red Skull. One. That's that's the one. That's the one. Red yeah. Skull. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That was the other one. Now scheduling conflict. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> scheduling conflict. What movies do you have coming out? Doesn't matter. Shh. Yeah. Scheduling conflict. <laughs> <laughs> the, the movie's called Fuck You. Yeah. <laughs> the movie's Pretty called much. Fuck You, Pay Me. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. It's good stuff. All right. Was there any other positives and negatives about John Carter? I mean, at the end of the day, for those of you that haven't watched it, I, I, I just just like we've, we've said multiple times, it's a fun movie. Don't expect a cinematic masterpiece because no. we're not we're not we're not claiming it's it's that, <laughs> you know. No. But uh, it's a fun movie. Uh, yeah. It's a fun movie, and and uh, it's a fun movie you can watch even with it has the adventure and action that an adult would like, but you can watch with kids, yeah. and the kids could watch it too. So yeah. it's a fun movie. It's got fun decapitations just for the kids. That's right. I mean. It's fun. I, I, I guess. I guess you should, as a parent, determine what age your kids should be to watch this kind of movie. Fuck it. it's, uh, got Disney, it's got Disney stamped on it. Fuck it's got it. Disney kids, stamped on it. It's good. It's all let ages. The kids, yeah. <laughs> let the kids enjoy the alien blood. 
Our what was it rated? What was it rated, by the way? Was it P- was it rated PG? And decapitations are fun. Blood, alien blood for the whole family. There you go. Enjoy. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes uh, does not P- show the the rating. What, what was the rating on it? Was it PG or PG thirteen? By the way, I'm looking on IMDb right now. They don't show it. Hold on, PG thirteen. Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes didn't. PG thirteen. PG thirteen. Okay, so there you go. All right. All right. So. Is it really that bad? Is it really as bad as all the critics make it out to be? We are going to say no, and that it gets a pass for tonight. Yep. It gets the thumbs up. It gets the pass. That's right. And all those critics out there that don't like to have fun while watching movies, well, Mr. Van Dam Guile here salutes you. <laughs> yes, we salute you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would say tomato meter maybe should have fallen. What's considered fresh? Sixty percent, right? 60. 60, 60 yeah, right? Couldn't even give it. Couldn't give it sixty. What, what, what right, right. I, I would say yeah, between sixty and sixty-five. Yeah, I, I think is where it should have fallen. You know yes, what I mean? I agree. Oh, by the way, we did a poll from the movie, movie Dojo Army, and the poll, even the movie Dojo Army, these are the results right here. Boom! There we go. They said it should be higher. Then 52. There you go. Good job, Movie Dojo Army. Good job. Yes. So, one man versus an army, people. With the greatest dog, the movie dog in movie history. Best dog ever. <laughs> the best dog ever. I want a large 10-inch Funko Pop. I want a plush. I want a big plush. There like it a is. Pillow, a pillow size plush. I my big ass <laughs> will march. My gigantic ass will march into FYE, and I will demand yep. a plush of Wula. That's right. I admit it. I don't give a fuck. I wonder if Disney's ever thought about a reboot. No, not not not. not you know, if, since this one bombed so hard. I mean, it this, was a Marvel this, comic. <laughs> I think I think this movie's the Disney right now. I think this movie is. Shh, this didn't happen. Uh, we've got to wait. Well, we got to wait at least twenty years. Twenty twenty thirty two. That'll be twenty do years. You, do you think if Pixar did this movie and made it completely CGI with better marketing, would it, would it have done better? As no, the moment you say Pixar, the moment you say Pixar, I think extremely kitty. Not that okay. Pixar movies are bad. I enjoy Pixar. Movies. I, I love the Toy Stories. I, I love all the Pixar stuff. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Soul is great. Soul is Pixar, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Soul is great. Um, but yeah. they still have a very, very kitty bent to this. So where this one is being PG-13, it still gives right. you a little bit of edge for adults. If it becomes a Pixar, it's going to be rated G. It's going to be garbage. <laughs> I don't want to see yeah, it. <laughs> I, yeah, you're probably right. There you go. Make a beanbag out yes, of the dog. exactly. 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 <laughs> Best beanbag ever. <laughs> That's it. You're gonna start making. You're gonna make something woo-la. Dog Soldier says you have a better chance of rebooting Punisher than you do Carter. Mm-hmm. Punisher's already been rebooted. It was a Netflix series. <laughs> so, I mean, but and that was great too. I thought uh, they did a great job with that Punisher I series and, uh, too. I heard rumors that they're gonna bring John Bernthal into the MCU. Is that just still a rumor? Uh, that, that there's a rumor that Charlie Cox is coming back to the MCU. There's, a, there's all of them. I would love to see it. I would love yeah. to see it. I think Feige, uh, everyone always picks on me. Like, Yellow always picks on me because he's like, anytime we bring up Marvel, you always got to bring up DC. But this <laughs> is the thing. Feige is competitive 
as fuck. Okay? Yeah. He is competitive. And, and it's not about hate. It's not mean he hates DC, he hates them. But he's, yeah. he has that fun competitiveness, and he wants to one-up them because that's the game, right? Right. The moment DC came out with Fandom and talked about multiverse, this and that, suddenly Feige went back to the whiteboard. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We need to jump on this. <laughs> all of a sudden, we get Spider-Man, multiverse. We're going to have all the Spider-Verse, all these things coming in. We got all this craziness going on with the multiverse, all these bringing back when they talk about Mike, because DC was talking about Michael Keaton come back as Batman, right? Yeah. We're, we're going to bring yeah. Michael Keaton back. We're going to bring, the, they're like, oh, you know what? We're going to bring back uh, uh, Molina Doc Ock. We're going to bring back, you know, all these other characters, blah, 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 blah. We're going to bring back Tom McGuire. We're going to, we just brought back Evan Peters from the Fox universe. That's, that's Quicksilver. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so now he's like going completely overboard. So I wouldn't, it would not surprise me. Yeah. If, yeah. if Feige says, you know what? The fans, the fans want Charlie Cox. The fans want Bernthal. Bring him back. Let's bring him back. <laughs> I hope so. Like Daredevil was fucking dope. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed and that, it. That, especially that, that one scene that everyone loves and remembers that that one shot hallway scene. Yep, was the first ridiculous. Season. The first season that was, that the first was ridiculous. Season. The staircase fight was good too. Yeah, and he had the chain wrapped around it. It was right. good shit. Good shit, man. The only my only problem with the series was too much of him not in a costume. It's like I went through the whole first season not to see the costume until the very end. Right. And I'm like, all right, all right. Well, season two, we're going to see the costume. All right. Then I got the costume in season two, right? Right. Then we get to the end and we get to season three. No more costume again. <laughs> or yeah. we do have the costume, but it's 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 uh, uh, Deadshot wearing the costume. Uh, 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 Bullseye. Wait, wait, Deadshot? What was his name? Bullseye. Bullseye. Deadshot yeah. is DC. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bullseye wearing the costume. I'm like, oh, come on. I want, I want Charlie Cox in the costume. I know. What about this question? Yep, yep, yep. He definitely did. He definitely did. He definitely did. He knows what he's doing, dude. He's like, okay, we're gonna take your idea and do it better. <laughs> didn't didn't and, Netflix say something uh, about like yeah. Kevin Feige's a genius? He did. And guys, listen, I'm telling you right now, this is sad for me. I'm I'm a DC stan. Okay, I'm a DC guy. <laughs> I like Marvel. I like watching movies. They're yeah. fun. And, and, and it's okay and to like X-Men. both. Right, but I'm a DC guy. That's my yeah. that's my jam is DC Comics. Okay, yeah. Flash, Green Lantern. That's the stuff I love, man. You got the shirt. You're wearing the, the shirt. I right got now. the Funko Pops too. I there got you go. Flash <laughs> Funko Pops on there. You know, I got I got I got a Flash ring. Come on, bro. Come on, come on bro. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. Nice. Um, I'm a DC stance, but yeah. I can acknowledge Feige just does it better. He knows what he's doing with it. So. Uh, Take the L. <laughs> Take the L on. Hey, well, at least you can admit it. Yeah. Unlike other people, are like, no. I mean, there's like, high points. Uh, the, original, okay. the, the first Wonder Woman movie was great. Uh, yeah. Aquaman was was really good. I enjoyed Shazam. Yeah. You know, I, I, I like seeing. Surprised with and Shazam. I'm looking forward to the Snyder Cut. I know people still hate on it and stuff like that, but I'm looking forward to it. You know, because I didn't think it was horrible. I, I'm the kind of person who has an open mind that I'm okay with elsewhere tales. You know what I mean? Right. Whereas people want it. No, they want their classic main universe. They don't want this elsewhere stuff. They don't want this. I like Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. So I've seen those elements in there made it kind of fun. You know what yeah. I mean? For me. Right. I, I think Ben Affleck was the best Batman. I think <laughs> I really do. I think he was the best Batman. He was the best Batman. I mean, if you take if you take out if you take out the Margot, why did you say that name? Why did you mother? Mother Take that out. Take that out. Take that part out. I will always, I will always defend BVS Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. 
I will always defend that Ben Affleck. Josh Good Whedon, J- Josh Whedon, Justice League, Ben Affleck. Well, he kind of fucked it up and tried to turn him into you know Tony yeah. Stark. Yeah. Hopefully. And we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I know everyone's. I mean, there's a lot of haters. Uh, obviously, I get it. I understand. And you're perfectly, uh, yeah. you know, in your rights not to like it. I get it. Yeah. Um, but let's take a look. Let's see. Uh, let's see if it's. Let's not assume it's going to be the same movie. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I know there's a lot of drama going on around Zach and, and all the stuff that's going on with him and and Yay Fisher and all this other stuff. I know there's a lot of drama going on there with that. But let's watch it. Let's see. Maybe it's a completely different movie. Now, at the end of it, you still may hate it. Okay, <laughs> but I think it's going to be different than what we saw. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. I mean, in a way, it's already better yeah. <laughs> than the Josh Whedon version. It's already better because we have Junkie XL, the original com- original composer, yeah. coming back because that Danny Elfman so- soundtrack was garbage. Yeah, that was the most which is a, which is a shame because it's Elfman. You think you would think it's supposed to be like yeah, good, but I, I don't know. I feel, I feel that that soundtrack felt like they gave Danny Elfman one week. Well, because that's pretty much what they did. They brought Josh in. All right, we're changing this whole movie. Oh, you thought you were just doing reshoots? Oh no, you're making a whole new movie (laughs) in what six weeks or something like that? They said, yeah, like like, best short amount of time out of all the Batman movies. Yes, best fight scene. Yes, it was Arkham Asylum to a T. The way they did that fight scene, and it was the best Batman fight scene I had ever seen anywhere. I agree, I agree, and I'm I'm nostalgic for Keaton. I still have that nostalgia. I've seen that movie in theater yeah. when I was young, and I was completely blown away. There's a poster. I have the poster in the re- in my bathroom over here. <laughs> right, and I you know that one. That one. Michael now, Keaton statue back here. You know, like right. uh, this, now, that nowadays. Batman. Nowadays, a lot of people like my buddy Lewis. You know, Lewis Lecca from uh, 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 Nerd Report, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of people that hate on those Michael Keaton movies. They're like, oh, it's campy. It was this. It's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you look at it from today's standards, yeah, it looks campy. Right. But when that movie came out in the 90s, Batman's wearing a black costume. Yeah. Who, who do we have before that? We had we had Adam West. Okay. We, <laughs> all right. He's in a black costume. Yeah. He's holding people over the roof of a building. Yeah. He's intimidating. He's trying to yeah. scare people. You know what I mean? He, that he, that he, was... If you if you want to get technical, he kind of killed people in both movies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He had missiles. He had missiles, missiles in that Batmobile. Listen, you know, I'll get over. I want to be fans, Batman fans. Get yeah. over this. Batman doesn't kill. You know how many times this man is killed? <laughs> and I'm not even talking about just the movies. You know how many times he's done collateral? He okay. He doesn't kill if you don't count collateral damage. <laughs> okay, that's when he doesn't kill. Meaning he doesn't take a gun, aim it at someone, and right. murder them. Right. That's what he doesn't do. Right. But if people die in the process, it's... Yeah. Eh. <laughs> if, if you're in his way, or he's trying to rescue right. someone, or he's trying to save the day, and you're in the way, hey, anything can happen. Right, right. And like like, like in that B, like the BVS scene, with, 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 when a dude had the, the, the tank on his back, the flamethrower, right? Yeah, yeah. There was a no-win situation. Yeah. We were Either we're all going to die, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or I got to stop him, and this is the way I got to stop him. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, but it's but, like everyone everyone forgot that in Batman Returns, he set someone on fire with the Batmobile. He engulfed him in fire. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he, he put dynamite on one of the guys, punched him, and knocked him in a hole, and he blew up. He he murdered that guy because he was in yeah. his way. He was in his yeah. way, though. Just in his way, but it's, it's collateral damage. You got to understand, yeah. it's not murder. It's collateral <laughs> 
Spider-Man. Somebody asked, "What's your what's your uh, pick for worst Batman?" Worst Batman? Oh, George Clooney, <laughs> without a doubt, George Clooney, <laughs> without a doubt, without a Boy, doubt. Like, like, te- like you could technically you? say Adam West. If you want to go by the campiness thing, but the show was a product of its times, yeah. so so you can't. Right, so you can't. Yeah. Yeah. George Clooney was not a product of his times. George Clooney was doing Adam West Batman in the freaking 2000s. Okay, well, what what are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> my George Clooney impression, dude. Impression. The moment he pulled out the Bat card, are you serious? That was right out of Adam West. <laughs> you pull out a Batman credit card? What are you doing, bro? <laughs> uh, what bank is this? Never leave Batman the credit card. Never leave the cave without it. <laughs> Dude, come on, that was so corny. It's like I was waiting for the shark spray. I was waiting for the shark repellent spray. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> and then it would have then it would have been the greatest movie ever. Then it would have been the greatest movie because that yeah. would have just been lulls. We'd just been yeah, laughing yeah. at the rubber shark hanging from his leg, hitting it. You could tell it's fake. Yeah, it's yeah. Beating it. <laughs> Lady Fat Blood's awakening to more of a sense of humor once when she watched the old Batman movie with Adam West. He's yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. be shy. It's Lunga. Lunga's cool. Yeah. She's, she's gonna come say hi real quick. It's okay. Yeah. Lunga's Lunga's cool. No, that uh hi. Hello. I how I are you? I literally had an awakening to to oh. a new level of sense of humor the <laughs> yeah. first time I saw Adam West being lifted out of the ocean from the bat helicopter <laughs> to yes. the sight of a rubber shark. Being attached to his leg, all the water being drained from the asshole of the rubber shark. Yes. Close up to Adam West struggling as a stagehand off screen jerks around jerks, yeah. the shark. <laughs> and he's smacking the nose of the shark. I I I, I think I laughed so hard internally that yeah. I couldn't laugh. <laughs> Externally, for a solid right, ten right, seconds, right. and then it all just poured out. Came out, but yeah, that it, was um, yeah, a new level. Of, my sense of humor evolved that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it did because, like I said, that's one of those shows that's a product of its times. Yeah, so you can look at it and go, "Oh, this is hilarious." Yeah, and don't, <laughs> you know? don't, for, don't forget after he sprayed it with the bat shark repellent. Yes, the shark fell down in the water and blew up. That that is is essential gear in a helicopter. Yes. Right, you, you got <laughs> it's just that's essential gear in a helicopter. No parachutes, none of the shark repellent. That is what we need. We gonna... that, that whole movie, that whole movie is just uh, yes. I died when with the scene where Batman was trying to get rid of a bomb. I died hysterically. I was Listen, laughing as a kid. I watched it because of Julie Newmar. Okay, Let, let's be honest. Okay, <laughs> I watched oh, the show because of Julie Newmar. Julie Newmar will make anyone feel funny. Yes, 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 yes. And, and, my, and we can't forget about Eartha Kitt because she my, was spectacular. My problem too. with Julie Newmar is like, damn woman, you got to look like that and you got to be funny as hell. That's yep. not fair. That's not fair to the rest of us. <laughs> it's like shit, woman. She's Mm-mm. probably Mm-mm. she's probably like I I back and forth between her and Michelle Pfeiffer for my favorite Catwoman. Like Michelle Pfeiffer was like my favorite Catwoman. Yeah, uh, she's like my, she was like my first. Like she was. My it was her Catwoman, and, and it wasn't even just like the looks or how she looked in a cat, but her yeah. her demeanor. She just exuded Michelle Pfeiffer exuded mm-hmm. that Catwoman feel. Yeah, you know what I mean. I loved her. I loved her crazy, and then yeah. I loved her suit. I loved the stitch together, like the suit. But I, I loved how crazy she was. And then I saw Julie Newmar, 
Yeah. And it was just like, damn woman. <laughs> but there was something about Eartha Kitt. And what really cracked me up is watching watching the third season of Batman was was watching Eartha Kitt play off of Cesar Romero's Joker because they had so much screen time together. It was yeah. pretty funny. And those two together were absolutely adorable. Yeah. And they were so hysterical together. It was like, oh my God, could I have a series with those two, please? Here, can, we, can we, can we, can we, can we, can we, get rid of a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> can we mention, can we mention the pull that Cesar Romero had where it's like, nah, I'm not shaving my mustache. You're painting oh this shit God. over mustache. Shave my mustache. Can we thank Funko and all of the subsequent <laughs> figures that have come out for acknowledging yes. that? Yes. That they have all the mustaches with the paint over them. Like, yeah. It's like absolutely. There, there was an episode that she, she posted a highlight of it and I couldn't stop laughing. Uh, it was at the end of the episode and they were like, good job, Batman, for stopping the Joker and all that. And then Batman goes into a speech. We must all come together and work hard. And all. The, speech. The, the, hand, the hands got to be on the hips, too. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> this whole speech. And he was going on for so long that Joker came out of nowhere and ran up and said, will you please take me to jail? Take me to yeah, jail just, right go, now. Go, I want to go. I want to go. Can I, can I, I don't want to listen to this anymore. Please. That's can so leave? funny. Can I we leave? I was laughing. I was like, oh, my God. It's good shit. It's good shit. Mm, it's and that's because of the Blu-ray box. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Somebody asked earlier, did you like uh, Return of the Joker, Batman Beyond movie? I actually haven't watched that one. I watched oh. some of ba- I, I watched Batman Beyond a little bit when it when it first came out, but I didn't watch all. I know the Joker was really crazy looking too. Um, in yeah. that, uh, it's movie, good. But it's pretty good. I haven't seen. I actually that one. I actually haven't seen. Just make sure you see the uncut version because they re-released it and they edited and took out what they considered mm-hmm. violent. So gotcha. you want to make sure you get the uncut one. Uh, all right, best best Joker. Your pick Ooh. for best Joker. Wow, you know I they're all that. good. They're all good. I said, well, well. Jared Leto. Sorry, Jared Leto. <laughs> that to 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 pull a Ewan McGregor. That that doesn't count. That that doesn't count. Um, I don't know what was going on with Leto with that. He was just messed up. But uh, I love Nicholson. I I know people still nowadays retrospectively people kind of like hate on it because they're like, oh, he's just like a gangster. He was just like he was. Well, Jack Nicholson's Jack Nicholson. In everything he does. Okay, let's let's be fair. Yeah. But it's Heath Ledger still still he he floored me with that performance. Yeah. Even even after Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, which I thought was very good, mm-hmm. I, Heath Ledger still floored me with his performance. It was almost like. We didn't see him anymore. No. We did not see Heath Ledger, the actor, anymore. You know what I mean? Because I remember when he was announced, she was like, oh, God. Right. The guy from The Night's Tale? The guy from 10 Things I Hate About You? What do you think? That's the same thing people said about Michael Keaton. What? Mr. Mom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when we saw him in the movie theater, we were like, who is that? Yeah, that is not Heath Ledger. Who is that? that that's why I say tell people give give Pattinson the chance. He's a, he's a damn good actor. Don't yeah. need him just because of Twilight. Okay, he didn't write the, the movies. He took right. a job. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he took a job, and, and you can hate those movies all you want, but it's not like. But since then, the man's done amazing work. Lighthouse. It, good time. Did you see Good Time? No, Good Time. I haven't seen. Yeah, it's pretty good. But uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed for the new Batman. I want it to be good. Trailer look good. Let's yeah. See what happens. What What are your thoughts? Are you Are you, uh, you okay? Yep, no, yeah, sure. I'm. Okay, I thought you tripped. There. Sorry, you gotta. No, right. no. Thank you for stopping by. Bye. Bye bye. Uh, I'm I'm optimistic about it. Um, I mean, there's a lot of criticism. People have a lot of criticism about the suit. A lot of people don't like the the the, the cowl. It looks like he's I got like a big head. Suit, right? 
Um, it, it, the forehead looks a little big. It looks a little bulbous. I don't know what's going really? on with the forehead there. It looks mm. a little bulbous. The ears, people are upset about the ears because they're short, but it's like, you know, uh, he's had, Adam West had his short ears. I mean, a lot yeah. in the comic books. There's a lot of comic books he's had right. short ears. He has always, always had the long ones. So that doesn't bother me too much. People go nuts about the symbol, uh, the emblem being the being guns, like it's supposed to be his parent, the, the gun that killed his, the Joe 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 used to kill his parents. Right, right, right. I think that's pretty cool, actually. I think that's a neat little little implement. Yeah. The suit itself looks fine. Yeah. A little bulbous in the top for the helmet, but again, we're seeing this out of without the movie. Let's let's see it in the movie and see how we feel when we watch it. You know what right. I mean? Exactly. Um, <clears throat> but from what I've seen from him in those trailers and the teasers and stuff. I I it looks like he's gonna knock me out of the park. You know, what ground I mean? and pound. I lost it with the ground and pound. Oh, dude, I I have that I have that as a clip on my OBS. I I I, I play that thing all the time. <laughs> right, ground right. And pound. Yeah, and, and if they're that just, just looking at him like, oh yeah. shit. And if oh, that guy shit. died and he didn't make it, <laughs> right? That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, broken bones <laughs> never killed anybody unless they puncture a lung. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh, rib. Those God. ribs can be sharp when they go into a lung, there, buddy. So, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean that's what I that's what I really liked about I love I love Keaton, but that's what I really loved mm-hmm. about the BVS version of Batman. You know, was that you you would you're, you're, when you see that Batman, you're running and you're running away. Yeah, you're like, no, I'm not fucking with that no. because my kneecap's gonna get taken care of. <laughs> and he and my, my listen, arms get dislocated. Not- Appreciate this, but Ben Affleck, even the Batman is the Batman, which is great. Okay, a lot of that yeah. stunt work. It's not Ben Affleck doing all that. That was great the way they did it. Yeah, yeah. He, to me, when I looked at him, epitomized what if you're going to take Bruce Wayne out of the pa- out of the paper and put him in real life. Yeah, that's what he looks like. the 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 way he his body shape, he was yeah. he was he was he was kind of bulky. Right. You know what I mean? More than the other Batman, other actors were. Yeah, he could still um, move. He could still move. Yeah. The jawline he had, and 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 the hip, everything just worked. The yeah. demeanor he had too, as Bruce Wayne, because everybody wants, they always want to say, "Oh, well, Bruce Wayne plays this act." You know, he always plays this act. Uh, that yeah. He's a playboy, which he does yeah. in public. Which is, you know, Christian Bale did that great when he's at the restaurant, you know, and he was all yeah. with the yeah. girls and then and swimming in the fountain and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that, but the moment he's out of that scenario and he's Bruce Wayne, he switches and he's Batman out of costume. Right. And in that movie, that's what Bruce Wayne was. Okay? That's what he was. Now, when you get to the scene um with the uh uh when they're at the uh Lex Luthor's um charity thing. Yeah. He was acting more the playboy there. Yeah. He was being snarky. Yeah. yeah. But he was being like, Yeah, I don't know. I own this or I own that or Yeah. Do I own that paper? You know, just you know, he, was, yeah. he, you know, he he had a little bit of that that swagger yeah. of the playboy yeah. kind but of. But he didn't Wayne overdo did. it. He didn't overdo right. it. Right. Right, yeah. right. He didn't overdo it, but and then he, but then once he was out of that situation, you saw the face go stern, and he was that serious Bruce Wayne that 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 is actually because Bruce Wayne, Batman isn't the alter ego. Bruce Wayne is the alter ego. He is Batman. Bruce right. Wayne is the fake side. Right. Whereas the, that's the dichotomy with Superman. Clark Kent is who he really is. Right. Superman is just his alter ego to help people because he feels he has so, a responsibility. So what's the news I'm hearing about Superman right now with Cavill? What's going on? Is he? What, what is knows? happening right now? Who knows? Man. 
Like, what is that? Who the hell knows? Andy broke something, you know, saying that he's that uh, that some people were saying he's coming back and he signed on or supposed to be on uh, uh, Shazam two, right? And then the director of Shazam two like came at Andy and said, "No, that's not true. That's not happening, or this or that, or well, yeah. Who knows? Kevin wants to do it. You know, he wants to. He, he's, oh yeah. That's he, he, I think he's kind of annoyed that. He can't get to finish what he started. He wants to do it, and that's why he's that's why he went off and did The Witcher. He's like, man, screw this. I, I gotta do this. I gotta work. <laughs> you know what I mean? So good choice for him, right? And that's that show's spectacular too. Yeah. Um, but if it doesn't happen, it's not gonna be because of Cavill. Let's put it that way. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, and if it is because of Cavill, it's gonna be because they come too late, and he already has commitments. If he already has commitments and contracts, he can't get out of them. Well, what do you? What do you? You know, you can't do anything about that. Do you um, think um, if the Schneider, if everyone really, really loves the Snyder cut a lot and it gets a lot of good positive buzz, you think that'll be like, all right, Henry, come back? That'll definitely well, help. But here's okay. the thing: we don't know what's going on in there, man. There's this, there's this internal strife going on where you have the 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 old <clears throat> Warner Brothers people who were there established okay. don't want anything to do with this anymore. And then right. you have the AT&T people who wanted to go forward. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's where, the, where, the, where the, 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 the rub is happening. You know what I mean? I, don't, I think the, the, the execs, the studio execs, the actual people who work for you know, Warner Brothers Studio before AT&T, they, don't want, they want to move on from, from the Snyderverse and just, do some, just start over, start fresh. But they also kind of line themselves because you're not, because you're still working with Wonder Woman. Yeah. That's and you're still working right. with Aquaman. You yeah. know, it's like, listen, <clears throat> they're moneymakers. I get it. All right? And I'm not saying get rid of them. I like them. They're moneymakers. Keep them. Right. But be consistent then. If you're going to keep them, you can't just, like, freeze out Kevl. Right. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't yeah. just freeze out Cavill. If you if you don't if you don't have anything to do with that, then you know what? St- reboot. Start all over again for the yeah. bajillionth time. Okay. Uh, yeah. But if you're gonna keep going on with Wonder Woman you can, and you've got this Flash movie production, the Flashpoint's happening, you got to bring Cavill. You got to have Cavill. You, you got to bring him back. It doesn't make any sense without it. Now I'm hoping that this Flashpoint Flashpoint is one of my favorite storylines in DC Comics. Um, I think I really do, like the animated movie. Yeah, the animated movie was good too. I think they're gonna yeah. do a whole. Re, it's going to be a soft reboot because what happens is Barry, like always, oh, that's a nice timeline. Then how can I fuck it up? So he's going to go <laughs> fuck it up, and then he's going to then he's going to have to come back, and it's you know injustice or whatever craziness. Then he's going to have to go back again and fix it. And then when he comes yeah. back, it's fixed, but things are a little bit different. Right. You know, what I mean, they're not exactly like it okay. was. So that's going to give them room to do a soft reboot. Where okay. they can keep certain things or not keep certain things, you know. What I mean that that's gonna that's gonna what's gonna help fix the Batman situation. Because if Affleck doesn't, he's gonna be in this uh, Flashpoint movie, him right. and Keaton. Right. Um. Most likely, what's gonna happen now? I don't know if they want to because I think they're still talking about trying to keep it separate because they talk about this whole multiverse deal where the Tom uh, the Reeves Batman is supposed to be like separate universe, different multiverse, not right. part of this. Right. right so. Right. I don't know if they're going to bring him in after this Flashpoint thing and say, oh, now he's the Batman of this universe, or right. if they're going to bring in a different Batman. They could do that, too, and just keep the Reeves Batman as a standalone black label, like the Joker movie kind of deal. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, um, mm. and, and, and people worry about this. They're like, general audiences aren't going to get his <laughs> General audiences are dumb. Okay? <laughs> Shut up, people. General audiences yeah. are dumb. They want to sit their butt in the seat. And buy their popcorn and have fun watching the movie. They're yeah. not. They're not critics questioning. Wait a minute. 
I thought this guy was Batman. Why is this guy Batman now? Why? No, they don't care. They're just what? You know who care? The sweaty nerds like us. Stop saying the damn general audiences care because they don't. They're not going to get confused. You're We're too sweaty. dumb to get. Con- you're too dumb to get confused. They yeah. just want to watch a fun movie. That's all. And I'm I'm saying dumb, tongue in cheek. Obviously, I'm not. I don't want to disparage anyone out there. That's a general audience. What you get? What I'm saying. <laughs> It, it's 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 purpose like John Carter, right? General audience. I was general audience to watch this. Dumb. I didn't care. I just wanted to watch the movie. And it was fun to watch. That's all. Yeah, there we go. Casey Affleck, right? <laughs> oh God, it just kind of sucks. It's like it's one of those things where you know if it's not broke, you know if it's not broke, yeah. don't fix it. You got a guy who actually wants to play the role. He's good at the role. People want to see looks him. The, looks the part. I mean, he's he's great. Yeah, and, and there's fans though. There's fans for Cavill. It's not like nobody likes him. He's a like, he's a good actor. <laughs> I mean, come on. He's a he's a good actor. And I really think now you can have your criticisms of that's not my Superman. He was too dark. He was too de- That's fine. Valid. I get it. Yeah. But that's not that's not Cavill's fault. Cavill's following no. the script. <laughs> yeah. You know, he was following the script. <clears throat> Um, and as we saw, where it was kind of getting that way, is that you see the softer side of him when he's with Lois. You see that that he's going to become that Christopher Reeve Superman that everyone loves. That's where he's gonna, you know, he's gonna become that. He just Zach started backwards. He started out with him being right, disenfranchised, depressed, right, unsure right. of himself, and he yeah. grows into that role. Which, sorry, I understand comic book purists. You want him to be this is good guy from birth until until forever. The reality is it usually takes people some soul searching to get to that point. <laughs> they don't <Yeah>. just <laughs> you know. Yeah. We can relate to the heroes like that like you know that way more actually when we see them struggling. Right. You know. So, but you know, hopefully fingers crossed for Cavill. Hopefully he's still around and uh, you know, who knows? Who knows what the fuck they're doing? <laughs> who knows? And uh, somebody mentioned in the chat earlier that uh, Captain America is coming back now. So what's going on with that? Yeah, they're talking about uh, um, um, what's his face? Oh my god, why is his name escaping me? The actor, Chris, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're talking about Chris Evans coming back, signing a contract to supposedly play Captain America, but we don't know what it's going to be. Okay, you know, what I mean, um, multiverse. Yeah, it could be multiverse. It could be Hydra Cap, which I think Whoa. would be a pretty cool, a pretty cool storyline. Like you know villain I mean? Cap. I yeah. Like, I mean, people. It was the the, the series, the uh, secret Secret Empire. That's what it's called. Okay. The Secret Empire series where Cap was Hydra. Um, a lot of people didn't like it because that was part of an all new Marvel deal, and people felt it was SJW, and it was this, it was that, and people uh-huh. hated on it. But it, I I didn't read the whole thing. I read parts of it, but then I watched. Um, forgot some youtuber i forgot the name of the youtuber now where they gave a complete breakdown of 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 the whole series and it actually sounds like really well written really good series um and so to to see you know a hydra cap would be pretty cool so they might bring him back as a hydra cap maybe he might play i mean it's to me it's silly to bring him back as old man cap it's like anyone can wear the prosthetics (laughs) does it have to be him i mean um but he could be old man cap it could be a storyline set after like, well, remember, he took the Infinity Stones, right? He's supposed to bring them back, right? But he right. detoured before he did it because right. timey-wimey stuff, right? He can detour, right. but it actually has no effect. It's going to set the timeline right no matter right, what. Right, right, right. So there could be stories <clears throat> with him with the Infinity Stones before he puts them back. He's got to put them all back individually, yeah. right? There could be stories yeah. about that. Um, There could be stories of him when he does go back. What happens there? You know what I mean? So there's, there's a multitude of, of things they can do with him. Um, is that who, who knows? They could use them. 
uh, to if they did we, we if we saw Evan Peters as Quicksilver, they could use him as a cameo to play uh, Johnny Storm. <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious! Oh my you know? god, that would be hilarious! Right? Oh my goodness! Well, speaking but, of yeah. yesterday, we uh, were talking about the uh, the, uh, the the Falcon and the Soldier show. We were talking yeah. about the show coming out, and the trailer looks good. Yep. Um, but but here's my question though. Does it? Does it? Do you get? Do you kind of get the vibe that the show is going to be them kind of kind of fighting over the role of Cap? No, not fighting. It's it's a buddy. It's a buddy cop kind of show. Okay. Uh, but it's that buddy cop, that odd couple kind of buddy cop. Right. Which is fine. Which is fine because that that's what made them funny in movies. Like when they're in that backseat, when they're in that backseat of car. Like, or when they're in the car and they were playing like, like little kids, nice. like who, who, who's, who's yeah. Cap's favorites? You yeah, know, yeah, who, yeah, yeah, who, yeah. Who's, I'm his best friend. No, I'm his best friend. <laughs> I'm, his, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, and they're yeah. going to continue that. You could see yeah. that from the trailers. They're going to continue that. Yeah. I mean, they have him in a therapy session in the trailer. Like, okay, so why don't you like each other? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, a staring game that don't blink. Yeah, right, right. Like, are you guys, okay. She's like, seriously, so are you guys what? having a staring contest? <laughs> right, right. But why isn't Falcon Captain America in this? Why isn't he Captain America? Uh, well, from what I'm looking at, from what I've seen, most likely what's going to be is uh, the government, the U.S. government, most likely maybe uh, Thunderbolt Ross okay. uh, is probably in part of it. Uh, they want a Captain America, just like they did in the 40s. They want a Captain America. They can control their Captain America, someone to take up his mantle okay. to do this. And they pick the guy who is probably most likely a U.S. agent. That That's the, the character mm. that, that he's going to become. Okay. He's going to be the one you see that's that when you see him at that uh, football game when he's coming out. It's him. He's the one in the Captain America costume. Okay. So it's supposed to be them, but the government said, nah, F you. We're going with this dude. We don't want either of you uh, to okay. do it. Okay. Um, and then it's going to think what the Baron Zemo is going to come up to, where he wants to kill all superheroes or get rid of them. So I, I don't know I how that. they're going to go. I don't know how they're going to go with it, or who's going. To, I, I still believe it's going to Falcon. It's going to end up being the one that that's Cap, Captain America. It's yeah. going to be. It's going to be Falcon. Um, but I think there might be some issue. Maybe they're probably going to play in the beginning. Like, no, I should be Captain America. No, yeah, I should be Captain America at the very right, beginning, right. and at the end, it's going to be Bucky saying, "You you deserve to be Captain America." You're, I you're, can, yeah, that makes sense. I'm down for that. Yeah. Hopefully it's good. What's your thoughts? Yeah, Michael Gonzalez says Zemo is a very underrated villain. He is. And so far in his trailers, he looks spectacular. He looks like he's going to be really good. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, reprising I'm uh, excited. Uh, Zemo in this. Thoughts on the Loki trailer? You know, that's the one show I'm not that excited about. Everyone you think people are like, oh, Loki, Loki. I'm not that excited about it. It's like I've seen this. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've seen this. It feels like I'm watching Legends of Tomorrow because that's basically what they're doing. Legends of Tomorrow go around fixing the timeline, right? In the CW show, the DC yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now they're forcing him to the Time Variance Authority. They're, they're having him going around to fix timeline because you stole the time, you stole the Tesseract, so you messed up time. So now you need to fix all all the variants of yourself, do, you know, causing problems, and yeah. you need to go do this. And, and it's like, why? Well, and the real only reason they made this is because. All the people who 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 stand and 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 drool over Tom Hiddleston, they wanted him back. My daughter loves Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, well, uh, my kids. Are, my kids, by the way, are all older guys. My daughter is twenty two. Um, yeah. she's my she's the youngest. So all my kids are older. Uh, yeah. but she loves Tom Hiddleston. She loved Loki. She loved him in the movies. When she heard yeah. about the series, she's like, "No, he's dead. Leave him dead. I don't need him back." Yeah, yeah. I don't need him back. He died well. I like the way he died. It ended right. well. This is just for people who drool over him on 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 Tumblr and they want him back. <laughs> <laughs> he said Tumblr. Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah. Hopefully it's fun. As long as it's fun, I'll watch it. I mean, I'm going to watch it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm going to watch anything EMC throws at me. I, just like Star Wars. I, I'm a sucker like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it. Yeah. And then I'll see if I enjoy it. WandaVision, I'm thoroughly enjoying. I think this is a great dude, show. Dude. So, man, that's really, really, really good so far. Really interesting, man. Mm-hmm. I hope it goes darker. We'll see what uh, happens. It looks like it already is, man. <laughs> We're already going down those, that hole. <laughs> You know that that look when she went out there and and they and I don't care what anyone says that was literally a Magneto move. They they literally yeah. tried to mirror Magneto moves because she did two things. First, she did the guns, which is what Ian McKellen's Magneto did, right? Right. And then when she does that turnaround thing and she goes like this, yeah, that was uh, Fastbender's Magneto. Oh shit! In the, in the reboots, he did that with his stuff too. Okay, okay. <laughs> so oh, they took. Shit. <laughs> yeah, Dude. but yeah, yeah, she 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 said, "You guys get one warning." This, this she came out it. there, all them, all them guns straight on her. She didn't care. She wasn't worried. <laughs> she wasn't nah. <laughs> nothing. Nah. Um, but she yeah, was she straight, was badass. Straight, gang, straight gangsta. Yeah, and Paul Bettany's acting is spectacular. I'm lo- I'm in- thoroughly enjoying watching him. Okay, he's he's great, hilarious. First of all, okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. hilarious. First of all, yeah, uh, but he's pure. I mean, in his first like three or three episodes, four episodes, he's pure Paul Bettany. Yeah. He's not Vision. He's just Paul Bettany. Yeah, and and it was hilarious. You know, it's like I'm watching a Night's Tale again. Um, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> uh, the did second time has been second time has been referenced so far in this show. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> but did you did you uh, hear about his Vision story? Which one? So he was literally sitting on a curb, literally getting ready to give up acting. Really. He was literally ready to give up acting. And then he got a call while he was sitting on that curb to play Vision. Well, was it to play Vision? Because he also voiced Jarvis. Hmm? He was the voice of Jarvis. No, it was to play Vision. Because he was getting okay. ready. He was so, really, you know, so he probably just had a small contract to do voice acting as Vision or as right. Jarvis. And then they're like, oh, we're going to give you an actual role. Yeah. To be Vision. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because he's, he's the like, only cr- actor who has actually been in Marvel movies across three decades. Holy crap. He was cuz he was cuz he was Jarvis and Vision. So he's been oh. he's, he's been yeah. in he's been in he's been in Marvel movies from the yeah. 2000s to 2010s yeah. and 2020s. Yeah, but there's a there's an interview with him that you could find where he was thinking about hanging it up. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Hey, do you want to be Vision?" And he was like, "Sure." <laughs> and now look at look what happened. Yeah. Look yeah. at that. Isn't that crazy? And we'll see if they bring him back. I think they're going to bring him back. I honestly think feel, so. yeah, this is my theory too. I, th- I think they're good. I think he's going to come out and they're going to play. They're going to play off the comic books what they did with the with the white vision, where he's going to come out of this oh. reality and he's going to be alive, but he's just going to be the synthesoid. That'll be he's dope. Not, he's, he's not going to have, and then they're going to follow it up. I think Shuri completed that download. Right. Okay. Right. Right. She has it, and then they're going to go through the whole storyline where he ends. She ends up. Uh, bring them back, yeah. and then they're gonna bring back Ultron too. I don't care what anyone says. Ultron is gonna come back, guys. Ultron yeah. is that kind of villain that never dies because he's AI. He's uploaded, yeah. downloaded. He's everywhere. It's like Brainiac. You know, he's always <laughs> he's always somewhere. Another fun story about uh, Bettany. He had a big crush on uh, Jennifer Connelly when he watched Labyrinth when he was young. Really? And now look what happened. There they're married. <laughs> that is crazy. Lucky man. <laughs> Twice, Dwight, oh, Jennifer mm-hmm. Colony, and now he's playing Vision. Yeah, 
but yeah, he's great. I'm a fan of his. So yeah. Oh yeah, I love the guy. <laughs> Sexy sumo. He's mentioning <laughs> yeah. phenomena. Have you seen phenomena? No. Oh my god, dude! That movie. <laughs> it's great. It is. It's an. It's an Italian horror fantasy movie with her, with Jennifer Colony before okay. she did Labyrinth. And it's it's insane. It's it's nuts. Like she she's almost like a mutant in that she has like powers. Really? Yeah. But it's like you have that aspect mixed with it being a slasher movie, mixed with a uh, killer monkey. Yeah. A killer monkey. Yes. It makes every movie it makes every movie better. <laughs> Throw a killer monkey in it. Makes every movie better. Phenomena. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter what you name movie. it. Huh? Doesn't matter what you name it. Just throw in a killer monkey. That's and, it. And the movie's instantly, Gold. instantly better. Coming in phase five of Marvel, guys. Killer monkey. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Confirmed. Confirmed here. <laughs> See, uh, chat, they know. Killer monkey <laughs> with a razor blade. See, now you got to watch the movie now. <laughs> now I'm going to have to watch it. Now right? you got to watch the movie now. So. <laughs> Very bizarre, but entertaining. <laughs> Bizarrely entertaining. <laughs> yeah, if you're a Dario Argento fan, very, very bizarre movie, but but kind of fun actually. So what are you that's looking my for? Pe- that's my that's my people's. I'm first oh, generation sh- American. My, oh, I'm 100 percent Italian. Both my parents were born there. It is in Sicily. Um, nice. So yeah. But no, so nobody don't don't nobody fuck with Lunga. You're gonna get hit. He's gonna put out the hit. Oh, shh. we don't talk about that here. <laughs> We don't talk about that here. Sorry, sorry. What you trying to say? What you trying to sorry. say? Sorry. <laughs> I was laughing because uh, some of my friends were joking around about that too. They're like, "Oh yeah, Lunga, he's a mobster." And I go, "Man, you think if I was a mobster, you think I'd be all over YouTube?" <laughs> and they're and they're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "What do you think this is casino?" Where he's like, <laughs> like, I told you to take the other job, like be head of like like uh, the the cooking or something. You go on TV. What are you doing? <laughs> it's just your cover, man. Come on. <laughs> People need to know. They need to hear. <laughs> What's going on, Connecticut Comics? That's right. You got me cracking up tonight, man. I'm over here crying. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. What do you uh, What do you got going on uh, this week on your channel? Just to kind of let chat know. Um, well, I mean, tomorrow's, uh, we, uh, Mondays I'm off. That's why I did this today. Cause we're usually off on Mondays. Uh, so on Tuesday, starting tomorrow, we'll have the midday mashup. Like we have every Tuesday through Friday. That's at, uh, three Eastern time, uh, midday mashup me in yellow. Um, and tomorrow night also at eight Eastern is our Dungeons and Dragons console six campaign, there you uh, go. where we do that every Tuesday night at eight Eastern, um, on my channel. I'm also gearing up, uh, to release, um, issue two. Of my comic book, Isadora New Mortal Chains. I'm going to be putting that up most like an Indiegogo. Oh, in the next shit. Okay. Months. Um, issue one succeeded. It's good. It's available mm-hmm. right actually still right now in the backer kit store. Nice. Demand nice. That people want to buy it. Um, but yeah, so I'm writing that one right now. I'm, I, the last night I was little, I was painting and sanding pieces of the Mando armor, watching a 3D print, make sure it was going okay, watching YouTube videos and writing the script for Isadora number two all at the same time. AD, ADHD is a bitch, man. That's all I can say. You're you're, <laughs> you're a busy man. Yeah. So I know, but the but the third issue that's coming out, you're gonna throw in a killer monkey, right? Killer monkey, man, that's coming. Can't you can't spoil it yet. Can't spoil all it right, yet. Sorry. It'll be a teaser at the end of issue two. 
Well, cool, man. Anything else uh, going on for the week? Uh, the chat should show up and hang out, or yeah, that's it. That's I mean, like I said, you know, join us if you guys want to join us during if you're available during the mid, middle of the day, three p.m. Eastern time. We're doing our midday mashup. Hop on in, watch us, have some fun with us while me and Yellow are, are bullshitting about pop culture and movies and Star Wars. Um, and uh, you know, definitely if, you, if you're a fan of role t- uh, tabletop role playing kind of games. Um, I'm the DM of that game um, with a good cast of people playing this stuff, and uh, it's a fun story based off of my novel, Souls of Magic's Dawn. I built the campaign around that. It's a homebrew. Um, so That's um, pretty cool, man. Join us for that. Awesome. And, yeah. I'm going to and check out Sun- that comic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We can go ahead and end it a little bit early today. This is kind of what I'm doing now. I'm a new format. Instead of two movies an episode, uh, we'll just do one movie an episode. Yeah. <laughs> that way it gives us time to shoot the shit and uh, do some other things. Sometimes my streams go a little bit too long, so I'm trying to keep it, trying to cut it down a little bit. Plus, it gives me a little bit more to work with because there's tons of movies out there that do not deserve the hate, and some of them do. Yeah, you guys, you, you guys seen me rant on shit that I'm you know, like, no, 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 ballistic is really that is really that bad. Fuck ballistic. Yeah, some of them can be bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Uh, but uh, hold on one second here. Oh, I just got your uh, private chat here. But yeah. Oh yeah, that's a link. This for was a Isadora. lot of fun, my brother. Now that I know you're free on Mondays, I can I can steal you now. Yep. Whenever for future episodes and whatnot, and uh, maybe we'll bring you on some versus episodes, man. Those man, are you fun, see, you see, dude. I've done Nerd Wars on Andy's channel, so I have no problem with that. You know. I know you kicked my ass. <laughs> 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 well, I have to return, man. I got. I still have. I still have in front of the world. Yeah, I still haven't defended oh. my my wins. I gotta do that one day. I'm just kidding. Um, oh, who's the champ right now in Nerd Wars? By the way, I have no idea. He he, he hasn't done it in a little while. I don't. Think, oh, okay. Actually, to be honest with you, the, when um, I, the when last I, one I was on, it was me and and uh, jo- Joshua Gray. He's still champ then, probably. Um, well, the champ is based on points. Uh, oh, okay. He won the last the last one we did, which I still say, still say I was robbed. Okay. <laughs> Because every nerd war is usually yeah. like the is like three rounds, two rounds, or something like that. You do right. Yeah. Why? Why did me and Joshua had to have six rounds? <laughs> it's and I won. Mo- and I won most of them except the last one, which is the one people remember, and that's the one that. <laughs> I'm like, God damn! I was robbed of that. Robbed. You were robbed, man. Robbed. Oh, okay. Hold on. Gorekeeper. Hey, Samurai. I found the best. 1950 best 1980s horror list. We definitely have to do. Oh, well, we gonna have to do that because I'm gonna decide. God damn it, I'm gonna decide if this list is some bullshit because the 80s. That's if my shit. if you if you're doing anything with horror, yeah, especially 80s, um, yes. talk talk to Lewis. Lewis is a horror fanatic. He loves horror movies. Oh shit, um, okay. especially 80s stuff. Yeah, talk to Lewis. Yeah. Lewis would love that shit. All right, cool. You have to show me how to get a hold of him uh, after yeah, we're yeah, done yeah. With the stream here. But uh, yeah, today was a lot of fun. It was a blast. It was an honor, my friend. Having Same, man. Dark, Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. On the channel. Chat, Movie Dojo Army, you know what to do. Make sure you go over to the Great Council, show support, subscribe. A lot of good content over there. A lot of good. You, you can tell he has the knowledge. He's got the comic book knowledge. He's got we the try. sci-fi we fantasy try. knowledge. So if I need questions, I'm going to be calling him up. I'm like, yo, man, what the fuck was this movie? <laughs> The fuck, you know, I'm gonna be calling them up, but this was a lot of fun. Uh, John Carner survived tonight, guys. Yes, it survived. It, it, we gave it a pass. It's definitely a fun little sci fi adventure. We recommend you guys check out, just have, have a lot of fun with that. And until next time, 
We see you badasses again. Oh, tomorrow isn't really that bad episode. Will be legend. Yes, Ooh. I'm gonna have Asian movie enthusiasts, the sexy sumo, and uh, Rob from Entertainment Talk Nation. We're gonna go over that. Legend 1985, son. That's right. So see you guys tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Actually, 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Pacific time just for tomorrow. And then we'll go from there. All right, guys. Take care. Luga, don't go anywhere. We'll see you no, guys sir. next time.